Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Today's Friday. Greetings and happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where we have extra doses of fun, mayhem, excitement, hot sports opinions, everything you need in a Friday night. But let you know, Mike, I got to start here because this is what I'm I'm a little upset about this. Maybe I should also open the phone lines at 877-99 on Fox because... According to ABC, yeah. President Trump has turned to Alex Rodriguez for advice this week on sure. life in the coronavirus. Well, why wouldn't you? 
I mean, yeah, a source close to A-Rod said the phone call was pleasant, adding that Trump was seeking thoughts from A-Rod about the coronavirus response. So if he's calling A-Rod, at some point they're going to get to you and I, right? I mean, at some point we're going to get that phone call. We're just a couple of notches down the list. I mean, look, obviously 400-plus affiliates nationwide, the worldwide audience, all the social media interaction, all the takes from last night that showed up today. I mean, we are movers and shakers and influencers of the highest degree, so we can't be too far down the list. I mean, it's got to be coming here this next week, I got to think. All right, so what what do you think was more likely? One, that you know, President Trump actually thought A-Rod was actually half man, half minotaur, like the, like the painting that's up above his uh, 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 fireplace in his, in his house in New York, or he was just calling to get to talk to J-Lo? Uh, I think like, it was a, a little bit of both. You're also trying to get the influencers out there, right, with whatever mm. message you want to get them to convey, right? They've got millions upon millions of followers. And the TikTok they did the other day, maybe he was just calling to congratulate them on how well that went. Like they did a family oh, okay. thing. Then yeah, they were playing right. baseball in the backyard. There was all those things. There was the big reveal, right? The the TikTok was A-Rod at the front, then all the kids. And then J-Lo had, had like curled herself into a little ball so you couldn't see her behind the kids. It was really kind of creepy. Uh, and then all of a sudden she sprung sprung forth like the, the butterfly from the cocoon. Uh, oh. And away you go. So maybe he was in, impressed by that and wondering how to replicate that. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe looking for some thoughts on what the baseball season will look like when it actually happens. I don't know. There's, there's a million permutations here. See, I really think he was just trying to call to get to J-Lo, because that's what I would have done. Yeah, Alex, hey, listen, get Alex on the phone. I'll talk to him for a couple of minutes, and then I'll ask him to pass the phone on to Jennifer, and that's the real conversation, right? That, that would be that's added, how we're gonna added value if there was a video chat going on. Although I do like your Minotaur thing. Maybe one yeah. of the monitors in the White House and all the briefing rooms is turned to USA, sci-fi, whatever channel, is constantly showing Harry Potter films. So mm. there was actually a Minotaur in one of the scenes. Maybe he was wondering if he was an extra there. Hey, that guy who played for the Yankees, he was half Minotaur, right? All right, let's let's call him up. He might have some good thoughts on how to deal with the coronavirus. Let's Because if he's half Minotaur, well, he's, he's got to be able to withstand stuff to be able to, to go through whatever happened to his body to make him half human and half Minotaur, because he's like half human at the top, right? And half Minotaur on the bottom? Yeah, I mean, that's some kind of operation. Well, party on the bottom. There's no question about it, as you, as you look for. Also, it's a thing of legend. Did right? you really like just universe. go? Did you really just go party on the bottom? I did, I did. It, it is a big uh, Friday party night on the bottom. as we get going. <laughs> well, I mean, your man on top party on the bottom. I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it. Did, is it did, did that work? Did that line work at Northwestern uh, with, with oh, the coeds? Hey. Twice every every time I go out. I'm business on top and party on the bottom. I'm sorry if you invented anything, uh, any apps or anything like Facebook, because I you list, this is Northwestern. This isn't Syracuse. Well, I it really doesn't matter who's... because I'd be slapping down an NDA right behind it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so I, mean, I could say whatever I wanted because the NDA was coming right behind. So. I mean, I've, I've, I could know, have the, made up anything I wanted. You know, the mullet is business up front and party in the back, but you are business up top and party on the bottom. Well, I, I'm that's trying to make no pants Friday uh, yeah. a movement. Okay, well, well, you've been trying to do that for like the last six and a half years. Yeah, but see, now I actually get to work from the comfort of my home. Oh, okay. All right. Which means it, it's actually more doable. It's actually more doable for me too. I, I, you know, if you do No Pants Friday from home, and you're not in my home, I, I, I am okay with that. No, that's as right. As long as, as long as nobody else in your home 
is not okay with it. It's got to be gonna, just who's you. Who's going to object? I'm just, I'm just making sure that you're, you know, you know that you're okay there, and I don't need to rescue anybody. No, everybody's good. Uh, you know, Harmon walks around the house with no pants. It's really getting to me. All right, all right. Well, let me, I mean, let me come sometimes you're Donald Duck in it, Porky okay. Pig in it. Um, <laughs> insert here. I mean, cartoon characters all around. <laughs> Twitter right now about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best pantsless friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, so while Whoa. the president is, is looking to Alex Rodriguez uh, for help in these trying times, Major League Baseball made an announcement today in which we can now really see what and how sports are going to return. Because, you know, look, I, I don't want every night to be, when is this coming back? When, I mean, everybody's going to be asking that, obviously, but at some point it's going to be, all right, you know what, let's just, we're going to get through life here for a bit. But still, because we're in the, the newish part of, you know, quarantine life with coronavirus, it's, you know, when's coming? Two weeks now have gone by, and everybody's been in some kind of self-isolation for a little bit, and everybody, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? I mean, these are the discussions after 9-11. When are you coming back? When are you going right. to play baseball again? When are you going to play football again? When's it happening? When's it happening? But this story today specifically gives us a window into not just baseball, but I think other sports as well. Because remember last time, uh, last night, LeBron went on a podcast with Richard Jefferson. Where is Richard Jefferson? And he said the NBA with no fans isn't something he's down for, that you play for the energy of the fans, you play to them at home, you play against them on the road. And basically saying, hey, NBA owners, if you think we're just going to come back when you want us to, when you say, oh, okay, coronavirus cases are down – you're a little bit mistaken. It, we're going to be. It's going to be a little bit more difficult than that. Now, and, what, what, from last night, though, Jason, just for those that missed it, I mean, part of it is Le- LeBron keeps flip flopping and and extending on those takes along the way. In the end, you're in a partnership with the league, so once there is a clearance, I know they're going to have pushback, and the PA is going to have a a big say in it, and certainly LeBron James will too. But in the end, if Mark Cuban and the other owners and Adam Silver it's de- declared ready for business. If you're saying you're not going to show up, I mean, you're, you're part of a multi-billion dollar operation and fans want games. So if it, yeah. is, you know, if it does get to the point that they're, they're ready to play and if it is in a compromised state, i.e. no fans, what's he going to do? Take his ball and go home? Uh, I think that you are underestimating the power of the players in the NBA. This is what Adam Silver has done the past years is really empower the players sure. to do that. So if something comes up that, hey, we get the okay to play, but there's no fans going to be there, the, the players are going to raise their hand and say, um, so if it's unsafe to have a lot of fans, why is it safe for us when we're the ones banging against each other? We're going to be sweating on each other and passing bodily fluids in contact. If it's not safe for them how's it going to be safe for us and that's going to be something where the nba goes um i don't have a good answer to that let me get anthony fauci on here the doctor and he can talk no, about i'm sure it. i'm sure that'll you know? but I, but the point is you know if he how much further beyond right because as we get to the baseball side of things they've got their list of demands if, if this is where the new norm is but just from the i guess from the lebron james side of things of just pushing that out, pushing that narrative, as we joked a little bit with it yesterday, it becomes a more adversarial situation than it needs to be. 
well, sure, at this will, present time. It will, well, it, if that's the case and they say, hey, we're coming back, but there's still all these restrictions, we don't want to come back. I mean, that's what the NBA players are going to say. That's what any, any player is going to say. Wait a minute. Right. We're worried about the, the health. So the fact that baseball comes out today and says, here's the stipulations in which players are going to come back, this tells me that you're, you're, you're looking at a, at a uh, somewhat quick return in May or June for sports. I know you're going to see that because the big things coming from the ba- the agreement, but Major League Baseball and the players are, they'll come back and play when there are no bans on mass gatherings that would limit the ability to play in front of fans. So if they aren't going to play until mass gatherings are okay, that's going to be a little bit further down the road than just, hey, we can come back and play and maybe play in front of no fans. They also said we won't come back until there's no travel restrictions throughout the United States and Canada, and medical experts say there's no health risks for players, staff, or fans uh, revisiting the idea of playing in empty stadiums. So the fact that, hey, we're looking at basically life being nearly back to normal, because when mass gatherings are allowed again in the United States, that's where we're going to be back to normal. When, when we can go to the mall, we can go to and businesses are open, that's normal life. But that's going to be a little bit further away than just the next two and a half, you know, three weeks, month or whatever it is. So the fact that baseball has agreed to this with their players, and this is a sport that has the least physical contact of any sport, it's outdoor doors and and the players yeah you have a couple of people that are close to each other but they're not sweating on top of each other and banging like they are in the nba and the nhl if this is what baseball's doing this tells me the nba nhl mls all the other things you're looking at we're, we're getting into the summer you know months early summer months before we can even think about having sports come back if this is a guideline and i think if baseball put this guideline out there i wouldn't be surprised that the nba the nhl mls they all fall in line and go yep this is going to be our guidelines too no and that's fine but that, my point goes exactly to that of, you know, this is something that's in the league and players association negotiation, not, hey, I'm hanging out with Richard Jefferson on a podcast. Mm. Let me let me wax poetic about how much I love my fans and basketball is not the same. No, basketball is the same. You're still trying to vanquish the five guys on the court. Sure. Crushing the souls of the fans. Is, is an added bonus along the way, especially those when you're on the road and they're sitting courtside and you're crushing their hopes and dreams. But it's more just, it's a larger discussion than just, all right, I'm on a podcast. You know what? I, I got to just t- say, you know, the, without the fans, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't resonate. Like, no, you, you still play basketball. The, the game is still played on the 94-foot court. Right, but you know this is this is LeBron who doesn't do anything that's not calculated. Hearing the whispers, hearing when they're talking about coming back and maybe playing in front of no fans, and LeBron knowing when I say something, it's going to get picked up and people are going to respond to it. I mean, it's a calculated move by him last night, saying, "Hey, no fans. Why are we playing with that?" That I'm, I'm telling you, Adam Silver, as in a nice way, so we don't wind up having a face-to-face showdown on it. That playing in front of fans is not something that I want, and I speak for the NBA. So I mean, th- this is LeBron. LeBron trying to say, you know, let's communicate through the media a little bit here while we're still in the infant days of it and, you know, still a return is a long ways away. But let me tell you, before you go too far down the road of thinking we're going to come back and play when there's no fans. Well, it's I mean, still I, I just, just the, the larger conversation. I, I just don't think it needs to be played out in the media. Like, I, I think it, it much like the, hey, let's keep throwing up random dates and asking the question. The, the question's got to be answered. But, yeah, it's so early to determine any of this. And I know everybody keeps wanting to push. I mean, how many times has your school return date changed in the last week and a half? 
Yeah, it's and been, how, yeah, it's, and it's, how they're it's, it's going through. Yeah, we're pushed till May 1st now, I think, right? Right. So, I mean, it's, pretty, it's yeah, gone, all right, two weeks, then two weeks, and we just got another email here in Southern, you know, just down the road from you in Southern California of the we're going into phase two of how we're going to deploy new information and it's actually going to include new information as opposed to just keep your skills sharp. So everybody's settling in. So nobody's putting an actual date on any of it now. It's the nebulous in the future. And I think that's where we're at with all these sports as well. So the baseball taking the lead, uh, give Rob Manford and his team credit for whatever they hammered out with the PA to just say, all right, this, this is where we're at. We can at least stipulate to this. There's this giant pile of cash that they're guaranteed, even if a game doesn't get played. They did a good job. I would hope the Players Association for the NBA is doing the same thing, and guys aren't just going to pop on podcasts because they're bored and throw stuff out. Well, but, but this is how people communicate. They communicate during through the media, whether it's for free agency, whether it's for decisions that are coming down. This is how it's done. This is just an extension because this is what's normal for the for, for athletes how do i want to get this message out i talk to somebody or i do an interview or i do a podcast or i put it out on on social media i mean this is just how they do it now it this is this more serious than trying to put out a message going boy i'd love for anthony davis to come play for the lakers sure but this goes along with what players like to do and that this is how they do it so this is just from the playbook of okay i want something to get back to somebody i'm gonna say it through the media and it's gonna wind up getting back to them doesn't have that bad phone huh no, Still doesn't bat, have Adam Silver's bat number. Phone's tough. Bat phone is tough. Still can't just pick up I, a phone and make the call. You couldn't just say phone. You had to say no. bat phone. You couldn't just dude, say phone. Dude, I'm say, trying to entertain myself too. I mean, I mean, if he can go on podcasts and throw stuff up about the fans or whatever, oh. vexing you about using anything related to the term Batman is fun for me. So, you know, you, but you can't just say, just say Batman for. Oh, I can't believe I did that. You can't just come. You can't just say it for no reason. I didn't. I didn't. It was a no, bat you just phone. That in. The bat phone has become a euphemism for how do I get your secret line, slide into your DMs, and oh. tell you what I think. Okay. You want to know something really spooky right now? You want to know something that, really spooky? Go ahead. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy unless it's a fun one. Okay. That's now, not true. Have- you ever notice that when you go online and you you know you browse at a website like well you know me I like to browse of hats or everything and all bunch of stuff yeah and no then and that computer will, smokes in the yeah. studio sometimes so when you go on uh, a whatever website you go on suddenly those items that you looked at pop up on the side like here's the yeah, hats you were looking sure. at at lids everything they're tracking you it's like okay that's interesting and you know it's weird to say that okay what I, just going to a website online and then going to another one they can track my uh, what I'm saying what I'm doing now. That's real. That's one thing. Now we are talking about Batman. All right, I said it again. All right, we're talking about Batman. All right, <laughs> just talking about it. Yep. I haven't done any searches for Batman. Nothing. But next to the story of the MLB, which I have on my computer, is the is lids because I was browsing hats over the course. Of oh, really? Life. Yeah, I was. Is that I your version a, of porn on a Friday <laughs> night? No, but I found a really cool, sweet one that's like the Hartford Yard Goats, but it's Whalers Night. So I do yard like goat, that Yard Goat. Yeah. The Yard Goat's got a hockey stick in his mouth. I'm like, ooh, I want to buy that. So. That was what I was browsing. So now Lids has all these things coming up, and I am not lying to you. I'm not lying. This is 100% true. While we were talking about Batman, it's cycling through the hats that they have. So I see the Yard Goat hat, a couple other ones, and then a hat of Batman and Robin comes up right in the middle of that. Oh, here's Batman and Robin. 
And it's, uh, I had to say it. It's Batman's head, Robin's head on front of my And I'm like, I have not browsed that. How is suddenly the Batman and Robin had coming up in the mix of here's the Hartford Yard Goats and the Staten Island Yankees and the Syracuse Chiefs. How do I get that? How does that, how does a powder blue Batman and Robin hat come up? I mean, really, this, I got, I got, I got, I might have to leave my studio. I might, I might have to, I'm, you know what I gotta do? I gotta level my house and go find something else. I feel like Will Smith, an enemy of the state. I, I mean, they're listening to me now. They're listening in. They know. I've been telling you for years, the walls have ears, and it's not just your bosses. They know, man. They know. We just know. Why do you think I took Alexa out back and I went office space like that printer? I can't believe that. I mean, it's Batman and Robin. Exactly. I'm scared now, man. This is. Oh, boy. You know what? Oh, well, well, hang on a second. (laughs) You know what I would like is I'd like a phone call tonight from Christina Hendricks. Nicely done. Mm, Let's see. Put it out there. Put it out there. Wait for it. it. Wait for it. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Uh, Coming up next. Well, speaking about a day in quarantine life, boy, do I have a story for you. But first, gentlemen, you wear cowboy boots? My hunch tells me many of you don't, or at least not yet. Confession, I was not a cowboy boot guy at all until I discovered Tacovas. That's right, a skeptic is now a full-on boot believer. Why? Because Tacovas does everything right, from the style to the quality to the customer service. Tacovas believes everyone deserves that feeling of comfort and confidence that only comes with a quality pair of cowboy boots. Tacovas boots are handmade with full-grain leathers by world-class boot makers. The styling is classic, a handsome look that works in the office or out on the town. My Tacovas are awesome. I have a black pair. They fit me great right out of the box. There's no break-in period. I got a wide foot. Doesn't matter. Tacovas boots fit fantastic. And better yet, Tacovas cuts out the middleman, sells direct to you at a price that's truly amazing for this level of quality. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges are free and easy. Whatever your price tier is for cowboy boots, they have a great pair for you. You won't believe how good you look and feel when you find your pair at tacovas.com slash smith that's tacovas t-e-c-o-v-a-s dot com slash smith s-m-i-t-h tacovas t-e-c-o-v-a-s dot com slash smith s-m-i-t-h tacovas.com slash smith tacovas.com slash smith tacovas western goods for new frontiers this is fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. 
The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, it 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. I mean, I'm still really weirded out by that, man. A few minutes ago, we were talking about Major League Baseball and their decision when to come back looking like it's going to be even later than we thought, and Harmon finds a way to bring up Batman, and the website I'm on... Batman! And the website I'm on pops up with a Batman hat at that moment. It's cycling through hats. It's cycling through hats that I've looked at over the course of the day today, and suddenly, bang, here comes a Batman hat. I've never browsed a Batman hat. Why would I want to buy a hat with Batman on it? Why would I don't you want not? to have that. Why would now that I looked like everybody from like 1990 who walked around with the Batman, the black shirt with the Batman logo on it? Hey, I'm cool, man. Just the Batman shirt with the logo. That was a hell of a logo. 1989's cool, Batman with I'm Keaton cool. and Nicholson, one of the finest superhero films ever created. See, was it really a superhero film though? When you, when you compare it to what the superhero films are like now, he, Batman's a regular guy and he had a tool belt. And he had a car. I mean, I don't and know. A lot of money. So he's, he's like tra- well. I mean, that's Iron Man, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, just with technology and stuff, it's yeah, the but, same thing, right? But but Iron Man is way more powerful than Batman. I mean, you put if, if like in the. I get that people love Batman, but honestly, if you're doing like a superhero power ranking, like Batman and Hawkeye would be a tough battle. Like that'd be one that maybe Hawkeye could win because how it's dare the same you? People, I mean, how dare you? I mean, they're playing. Wait, look, all the now you're just insulting America. No, no, stop. That is absolutely. True. Well, you it's got, a personal affront to me. No, you have. You want to talk about like, LeBron James screwing you over when he didn't come to your Blaze Pizza? Listen, this, this got, is just a shot. This no, is an no, arrow no. through my heart, as if no. you were Hawkeye himself. You no, jerk. you you. Well, I have good aim, but you have like you have uh, like Captain Marvel and Thor up at the top. I mean, those are okay. We got gods, and we yeah, have, but they're all gods. They're disqualified. Yeah, okay, they're in a different bracket. And then all the way in the bottom, it's like, hey, it's like a. 15 and 16 seed made it out. It's Batman versus Hawkeye. Here's a, here's, here's a battle that 
okay, let's see who can win this one. I mean, really, that's the power. For all this Batman stuff, look at look at so you. You think Batman belongs with Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman? Superman's the strongest, fa- does everything better than anybody else in the world, right? Wonder Woman, superpowers, flies an invisible jet. Aquaman can command the sea. What does Batman have? Well, um, I made this uh, uh, bat coaster out of my uh, something, and I take it out of my utility belt, and I can throw it, and it can uh, wrap itself around a person that I am fighting uh, crime-wise. Where does that rank me? I mean, Batman, he's a better, he's a better tactician. He's got great gadgets. He's got a cool okay. suit. Yeah. And Captain Marvel would split him in half with one shot through before he could even. Yeah, get but all you all you ever do is complain about her acting and tell me how terrible she is. So. Oh no, no. Well, look, look. She, she, look. She's not. No, no, no. Brie Larson's not a terrible actress. She can just do one thing really well. I mean, there's, it's you know, she's got one thing she does really, really well, and unfortunately, she tries to bring that from from person character to character, even though they're wildly different. But she does one thing she does really well. You know, I, I needed a little more personality out of Captain Marvel, but you know, hey, I'll fight that battle with uh, Marvel in another time. But still, I mean, you can't argue that Batman wouldn't be at the bottom. And he's like, Batman's, Batman's Superman like sucks. What are you uh, talking about? Whoa, look, Superman's boring, but he's, he's still boring. Really powerful. No, he's boring. Who cares? No, but I'm t- I need, I need, I'm wrapping my arms around the whole persona, man. Okay, but we're still, we're, we're talking about power. If they're in a fight, it doesn't matter that you're smart and have gadgets. And look well, but I've if done. you're smart and you find some, some kryptonite, Okay, do you think Superman would get even that close to Batman, or he would just, like, drop a boulder on him, and that'd be it? He'd walk away and say, okay, that's it. I'm you, done. Know, you don't think, you don't think Batman can evade that? No. Really? Batman, come on. You think Ben Affleck can evade that? I yeah, mean, Ben on. Affleck is, is weaving through it like a defensive backfield. <laughs> he's doing spin moves. That is, he's got the Heisman pose. I mean, no, he's got the whole thing. That is not happening. That's, he's spiking on Batman. Who had to bring they, Superman back from the dead? Wait, wait, wait. Batman and Ben Affleck spiking on Superman. That is we, right. Oh, on, Henry, on Henry Cavill? Yeah, I wow. think they will. Look, Henry Ca- look, Henry Cavill also is very boring. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that Superman's still not incredibly powerful. I mean, the Flash is hey, like the hey, fastest. Hey. Who, who died in the series? Huh? Well, if they well if they killed Batman, if Ben Affleck's character died, would people be upset? They would go, "Oh, all right, can we get somebody else to play Batman now?" All right, great. That's uh, true. How many Supermen have there been? There's been a lot of Supermen. Don't, don't go disrespecting the Batman. Look, Superman is a boring character. I get it, but it's bring in like, Bizarro Superman. Su- Superman is Superman is like the college. It's like Superman's like Alabama, where all they do is every week they win by thirty, and it's boring, and they're good, and that's what we have to deal with. But in the end, you know, maybe they have twists and turns once in a while. But that's what. But you can't. You can't dismiss the power of Superman. Look, I was saying Flash, right? What's Flash's superpower, right? I'm the fastest superhero there is. Is Superman as fast as Flash? Yes. So why do you need Flash? I got a guy just as fast as you and he can do all these other things. Why am I, why am I paying you all this money? Oh, well, I don't know. I got, I, got, okay. I got a whole DC Comics encyclopedia of characters you've never heard of. I mean, why? Uh, <laughs> that all have some remnants of all these other characters. Why, why is Flash coming? Why We, we don't need Flash. We don't need him. Yeah, He's you're fine. fast. This guy's fast, too. We don't need you. If we needed two fast guys, okay. If we're playing baseball, we need fast guys to run around the bases. All right, good. You can hit first, and Superman can hit second. But really, we don't need that. So why do you need Flash? We need Superman's well, powerful stuff. He's got power, and he's got lasers. Uh, for this from UCLA Dodger, Frank, thanks for hanging out with us. At How About a Fresca, at Swollen Dome on Twitter. Uh, what's wrong with a Batman hat? Sign Rob Lowe, and it's him cheering with the NFL logo <laughs> 
And there we have it, our first walk-off of the night. Oh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up in 90 seconds, got a big story from the National Basketball Association. But first, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline, let's see what he thinks about it. He is a longtime NFL insider. Yeah, he is. He is the editor-in-chief at Fansided.com. He is a pro football Hall of Fame voter. He is Jason Cole, who wants to see every single Super Bowl that the Jets were featured in on a marathon on his television set the next three months. What's happening, J. Cole? How long would it take, you know, if you took out all the time in between plays to watch all those Super Bowls? Like about 18 minutes? Oh, you probably do it an hour. You know, like like all those slows lead, like in the NBA, NHL, they do the next forward, day, the rewind. Okay, yeah, yeah, fast forward to that. It's another huddle. They're, playing, they're slowing the game down. Okay, <laughs> Matt Snell runs, slowing the game down. Okay, yeah, no passes here. Short pass on third down by Namath. Not taking any chances. Okay, thank you. You got a Matt Snell in. That's pretty good. It's it's pretty good, especially when he wasn't he the first guy to do the middle like commercial. Uh, I think he was. Well, he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. It works out that way, right? And then yeah, he went on because yeah, you know, big, it's something about big guys you know need a need less a less filling beer or something like that. I, I remember, now it's all coming together for me. Tastes wow, great. I'm going to binge watch that stuff. Tastes great. Old less filling. <laughs> hey, oh God! Can you imagine? That's the marathon we need. We need like marvelous Marv Thronberry, you know, come back and, and do more of those things. And, I remember the uh, one where it was uh, Rodney Dangerfield was bowling, and they needed one pin, and he bowls it, and it goes side to side, and it hits the front pin and bounces off. <laughs> right. And they all want to beat uh, him who up. Who was the old? Oh, who was the old? Um, the mystery writer, or Mickey Spol- was it Mickey Spillane? Mickey Spillane, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mickey Spillane was in that. That was those were fantastic with the doll. He had the doll with him, and um, was it, did he call her the doll or did he call her Dame? I can't remember what he called her. I, I but, think it was uh, doll, but uh, it could be wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was doll. But God, those are God. They're sort of, and they had the haunted house that one time too. And then Mickey snuck off with the beer. That I'm thinking great. this is this is 800 words on fan side of tomorrow. Oh, this is uh, 800. That's how, this is clearing my throat. Oh, okay. Know, yeah. No. I mean, that's part one of a 24-part yeah. no, series. God, we're talking. That, that, we haven't even done the prologue. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sure, you can, I'm sure you can find the commercials on YouTube. They'll be but, there. But, look, we're so desperate for anything that we would we would probably do a marathon of watching the light beer ads. Yeah. Now, no, here's, no, no. The, here's the question. What's more exciting, that Super Bowl that the Jets played in or all of the Miller Light ads put together, especially the one with Randy White where he commands the fish, him and Joe Klecko commanding <laughs> the fish to come out of the water. <laughs> well, I've seen Super Bowl three a thousand times, so I would probably say the commercials, just because they'd be new to me. <laughs> Matt Snell, run right. Matt Snell, left. <laughs> Jimmy Orr wide open, and Earl Morrill didn't see him. Thank goodness for that. I mean, no, there's lots of things I saw. Lots of things. Poor, all right. So what are we? Uh, there is nothing to talk about in real sports, is there? So. <laughs> 
Wow. Roger Goodell is going to call you up and say, yeah, I'm going to fine you because the draft right. is coming. We're contracted to talk about it. And anybody who disagrees is oh, going to be fine. You know what, the rating, what are the ratings going to be for the NFL draft? 94. Like, is, Oh, my God. It's going to be off the charts. <laughs> Last episode of MASH, 2020 NFL Draft. They're going to open up the sports books just for betting on the draft. That's the best part. <laughs> any way this moves, any way that you – know, I know Goodell had the whole big thing yesterday and being a bully saying you talk about it, you're going to get fined or face some kind of discipline. But with way the world's – no one knows how it's going to be in a month. Any way that this thing does get postponed? Yeah, man, what happens if New York City, I mean, you know, at the rate of increase we've had the last three days, right, we've doubled the number of cases in the last three days, 100,000. I mean, if this kind of thing continues, especially in New York City, I mean, how are you really doing this thing? I, 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 don't, I don't, but at the end of the day, we're still talking about something that you can do via computer, right? Right. Like, people hold fantasy football drafts and do them in an hour and ten minutes over computer. NFL advertising people just fainted. we got to sell more advertising than that. I I, I didn't say that that was how it should be done. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying you could do this. I mean, you don't need it. Now, and you could run the picks – yeah, the, the question you have here is what happens to your studio shows where you're supposed to have some discussion between people? Are you always like have one guy sitting at the desk throwing to the guy who is at least six feet away at the teleprompter, you know, like doing you know, or at, the, at, at whatever the screen is? I mean, it's going to be fascinating to figure out. It's going to look like one. Listen, it's going to be. It'll be brought to you by Zoom. And you're just going to have like all you the people on, on, on the, on the no, screen. No, we need the cone of silence. <laughs> the cone of silence. <laughs> what we should do, we should do this. It should be the NFL draft meets Get Smart. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. And at the end, Roger Goodell walks into the dun, wall dun, and his nose gets yeah, stuck. Roger Goodell is walking through, he's walking through the doors as they, you know, like the double doors as they open. And then, you know, for, I mean, Roger wouldn't turn and then get hit in the nose again. But um, I, I think that, I think we're on to something here. All Which, right. You bring, you do the double doors. And because the double doors are interpreted as a health uh, as a, a way of managing the virus to keep it from going further down the hall. That's how you sell this whole idea. And so um, then you have, like, whoever Agent 99 is brings the players down the hall. Like, this okay. could be fantastic. I think, I oh, think sure. That- and it ends with the trap door like you're in Montgomery Burns' office. And you go down a slide. Well, it's all of a sudden we ended up with The Simpsons. I, this is Get Smart. You stay with the program. <laughs> Look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a little I, younger. I, this is how creative genius works. You just go with it. This is, this do is... not throw The Simpsons in because, oh, I haven't watched a show that's more than 10 years old. But, I mean, what, I mean come on. Let's Simpsons have been on for 30 that. years, my man. Come on now. I know it has. That's the problem. <laughs> we just gave Cole go, enough the material. Older, the Simpsons are older than my children. So. Yeah. <laughs> Cole's got enough material for fan-sided all weekend now out of this one appearance with us. I mean, really, we're, we're, we're content <laughs> providers. This, this is amazing 
amazing inspiration. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at Jason Cole 62. That is at Jason Cole 62, Pro Football Hall of Fame voter, long time. NFL Insider. Check him out at fansided.com. J. Cole. All right. Thank you so much, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Great stuff from Hey, speaking of NFL, we have a really under-the-radar signing from today to get to that could be the difference in one team being an also-ran and winning their division. That's coming up next. Keep it right here. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh, live yes, from the Geico Studios. We'll Thanks to Jason Cole for stopping by a few minutes ago on the show. And uh, speaking of the NFL. 
You know, I get that some people are going to say, oh, it's just a kicker because, yeah, it's a kicker. But the big free agent move of the day in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys signing Greg Zerline three years, seven and a half million dollars, two and a half million is guaranteed. This is a very underrated move for the Cowboys because you come down to two or three games a year on the strength of your field goal kicking. And sometimes it's a kick that's made at the gun. Sometimes it's the 55-yarder that's made early in the fourth quarter. But Greg Zerline is such an underrated kicker because he has made big kicks with a strong leg. He's made big kicks from 50 yards in big games. We had a 50-yarder in the Super Bowl. He made what was a 57-yarder to get the Rams to the Super Bowl against the New Orleans Saints. Didn't have his best year last year as far as percentage-wise, but you need guys to win games with big kicks. And like I said, two or three of those games a year come down to it, and that's sometimes the difference between a team going 7-9 and nine and 10-6. and six. And suddenly, yeah. hey, now they're winning the division and getting in the playoffs. Uh, the days of skimping on kickers are over. You know, you, you know, personally, I watched the Jets do it last year, and, you know, look, they had Jason Myers, who was an all-pro kicker coming off of 2018. They said, I don't want to give money to a kicker, so they let him go someplace else. And then they went through four guys before they found a kicker. I mean, I think teams are coming around to the fact that we can't skimp on kickers. Now, we can't pay him millions and millions of dollars, but for a guy like Zerline, three years, seven and a half million, that's a great deal. Continuity is king. I mean, look at how people moaned and, and cried last week when Gaskowski got released. Now it's the larger part of the plan of just shedding anything of skill to try to make make ready the rebuild for the Patriots a year from now. But Zerline uh, struggled from 40 to 49 but last year and kind of has to for a lot of his career. But when you have that big weapon at your disposal, you use him right, uh, this is a guy that could, is a game changer. I love it. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike it's swollen dome phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox from the NFL a scary but good story coming out of the NBA next on Fox be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific Fox Sports Radio the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios and uh we got a big story out of the NBA coming up in a couple minutes, and don't worry, we're going to continue the conversation that we started last hour that revolves around just how powerful of a, quote, superhero Batman is, because... A, I, quote, I, superhero? Screw yeah, you. I, hey, look, it, what, what is he? He had money, and he had issues, so I put on a mask. I mean, that's a little bit different. It I'm seemed sorry. to work out pretty well for Gotham. Yeah, they He's, kept coming back, but... Oh, luckily, you know, you know why? He, did, he, he was great. You know why they're lucky? Because look at all the look at all the the weak ass supervillains that he had to fight. A guy who liked to laugh, a guy who dressed up as a penguin. The most powerful guy is a guy that actually froze people. When that's the most powerful guy, you got to worry about. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel or Thor would take care of those guys in a second. And they've got and, and the Riddler just asking questions. I mean, come on, they would ease. Come on, Spider Man would have no trouble with the Riddler. Now you're just you're just blasphemous. No, you've gone I mean, too you, far. You want to go into the gods and you want to go into this other world. I'm I'm okay with that's that's fine. You want to go Thor. Your obsession with Captain Marvel means you've really got something for Brie Larson right now. We'll tackle that a little bit later on in the program as the slide over baby hour comes into full focus. But when it gets down to it. I mean, we got two different universes running. I mean, I know they're all merging together because of people buying other properties, and all of this keeps kind of 
overlapping as we get going, but the slander of Batman. I mean, come on. I'm not, it's not slander if it's true. I mean, no, that's it's, really... No, no, no. It's, it's yeah, not true, it's, though. That, come on. Batman is so non-powerful. He's really not powerful. But he's got a, a beautiful mind. He, okay, there's other people. It's, look, it's, look, look it, it was caused by problem. I mean, you know, and and some developmental things that happened after the Spoiler alert, murder of his parents in front of his eyes. Oh, spoil, spoiler, way to go. Well, I, I figured I, I had to yell at least spoiler once. We didn't get the alarm that we normally do when it goes forward. But, like, right now, you're just killing me, man. You're just cutting to my soul. I'm, I'm going to use a Batman quote on you. Dude, I'm that, speaking that, that, the truth, that, man. What you're telling me cut me to the, the the boo from you. Cut me to the quick more than any blow from an arch villain. Look, they, they keep the, the arch villains keep coming back. But you look at it's Thanos versus Catwoman. I mean, it's not even close, man. I mean... Unless Catwoman can find a way to say, "Hey, that." Hey, what's the most powerful thing in the All universe? Right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's the old that that you know. No, hey, uh, well, and, well, that's, what, that's just the question. I'm just gonna throw it out right there. No, you had Halle Berry, <laughs> Julie Newmar. I mean, hey, Catwoman was fine, like Catwoman, and Batman had a soft spot for Catwoman. But I mean, really, who's if that's a, that's not even a battle? It's not even close. Even a, funny. A, what's even, more powerful in the universe? Even even all right. Thanos is like seventh. Uh, a lowest thug would wipe up the floor if you put all five Batman supervillains up against him. The thin guy who shows up at Earth when Tony Stark says, Earth is closed today. Oh, I like Squidward. I mean, Squidward's pretty good. Come on, Squidward would, Squidward would wipe the floor up with, with Penguin. I mean, come on. Burgess Meredith was like 60 years old when he was the Penguin. Wow. Danny DeVito. But he, but he was thing. still still spry enough to train Rocky. Uh, See, <laughs> sharp wits all around, man. Women weaken legs all right we will have good advice we have more of this debate because you know what here they call a tease in the radio business uh i have proof that could sink your argument from someone else in my house how about that mr fung what do you think huh 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 I don't only, think anybody in your house is coming strong enough. There's only three people that live in my house. Yeah, I know. It's me and my wife and my daughter. So I'm, I'm well aware of that. Well, and the there. guinea pig. And the yes, the guinea pig. I, but I don't think Toffee is going to be able to. Uh, Toffee's <laughs> crafty. Might be a more powerful force than you even know. Well, to, you know what? It could if, be like the rat in Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, listen. Guinea pigs have really tiny brains. If you're the person that gives him celery, he will go to you and love you. Like, like you could come to my house and give him celery, and he would go want to live with you rather than me, who's been giving him celery for like the past like two years. It doesn't words, matter. He's stupid. You give him, yeah. You give him, you give him what he wants: parsley or peppers or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he'll go right to you. Trust me. Okay. Uh, I know how to win, win, win over parts of the household. I love that. Well, I'm still trying to figure out a way to win over President Trump, because if he's calling Alex Rodriguez for advice on dealing with the coronavirus, at some point he's got to get to me and you. Well, he called I mean, you out in a speech a while ago. He did. I did get a get a get a shout out in his speech a couple about a year or so ago. But uh, I mean, at some point he's got to call me for mine because I got good ideas. I have ideas to help things. I've you seen, got a lot of ideas. Some like good, I've said, you know how many some a little half books I've read, and I, I can tell. Listen, here's here's what everybody's got to deal. Right? What did we go over last Friday? Hey, you want to make it through? Here's what you need. The people live in your house. You got to have a botanist. You got to have a demolitions expert, and you have to have a cartographer. Right? 
right? That's what you need to have. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in this isolation, you gotta. That's what you need, right? You need to read up on what happens when you know the zombies show up. I mean, this is all stuff that I've known for the past few years. I know I could get us through this. Just advice like that. I mean, I could get a botanist. I think pretty fast. I, I could go down to the to the uh, uh, Armstrong Gardens, which is around the corner from where I live, and 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 get a botanist, and someone can come, and I can find somebody to read a map. Demolitions expert might be a little bit tougher. I mean, that might have to put an ad on Craigslist for that, and I don't know the you know the kind of. I'm going to go out and live, and you'll find someone within four to five square blocks. You think? <laughs> I'm, I'm sad to say that, but yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to put it out there. <laughs> All right. But, that, but that, those are the, that's what you have there. There's my advice free right there. You need to have in your house for the long haul a botanist, a demolitions expert, and a cartographer. Well, and if you it, need a, mar- a marksman, too. Oh, Especially if we get to the that, – this is where Hawkeye gained some steam in the uh, this, argument. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the We'll get Hawkeye to him, thing. though. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to the Hawkeye. People thing. are liking him a little too much. <laughs> Which Jeremy I, Renner got on all these people. I like how you went. But if I have a demolitions expert, what do I need a marksman for? Well, I was more thinking we might still need to explore for food. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, that's why I have the cartographer that knows where to well, go. Well, but they know the where to go. But are they good with a knife? No, but then for the food, I just need a, I need a dog. I mean, obviously, obviously, everybody needs a dog. You need a dog, a really smart dog to find where the food is. And then you, then brings it back. Come are you going to put a cape on him? Where is it? Where, where is where, where is it, Bruce? Where's the, where's the food? Where's the food? Go get it. Get the food. Get the food. And then Bruce comes back with the food. I like that. Like if I get like an I Am Legend kind of dog. I mean, that was a great dog. I mean, Will Smith had such a great dog in that movie. It is a good dog. There's That's no the kind question. of dog I would want. I mean, that you get that kind of dog. At least he's set. still hanging around as opposed to John Wick's. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Well, yeah, boy. Would John Wick be – oh, boy. If you had John Wick – would he help you enough? No, he'd create too many enemies. He he'd would never he, stop fighting. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if he can get rid of all the enemies. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, he, well, I'm not saying you got to do any know. of the wet work with John, John Wick in your <laughs> corner. John John Wick's record is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I think he's like 250 down, and and he's still up. I mean, there's nobody been able to figure out a no way. No question about that. I mean, just just said John Wick and go go that way. You know, it's like you give him the butt. It's it's like uh, it's like Derrick Henry. In the playoffs, give him the football and say, "Go that way." I give John. Here you go, John Wick. Go that way, and just you know, make room for me. Great, and that's what he does. I like that. That's good. That now, now we're creating uh, football imagery with John Wick. John Wick on. is a football player. No, he would kind of be Derrick Henry. I think if John Wick was a football player, he'd be Derrick Henry. Combined with the opening of the last Boy Scout, and away yeah, we go. <laughs> I like that. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. <laughs> Live that turn coming. from the Geico Studios. No, I got to admit, I didn't, buddy. I, I, I really didn't. Uh, but this story today that got a little scary and then has actually turned out to be pretty well revolves around ESPN's NBA reporter Doris Burke, who was admitted today that she received a positive diagnosis for COVID-19, but says she is now symptom-free more than two weeks after her initial concerns of an illness. She went on Agent Wojnarowski's podcast on Friday and talked about it. She was tested a couple weeks ago, didn't find out until eight days later that she had a positive diagnosis. And the first thing is, there are fewer people that have a more positive higher Q rating in the world of sports than Doris Burke. Doris Burke is universally loved by everyone. Even Drake wanted to date her. 
you know, a few months ago. Oh, yeah, I mean, that that shirt on, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know what? And it made me kind of pissed off at Drake that that date never came about. I felt bad for Doris Burke. How do you know it I don't didn't? think they dated. No, because then I, I, I remember reading somewhere that, uh, yeah, they didn't really go out. And I was kind of upset about that. I felt bad for Doris Burke. I mean, Maybe I don't know. They that, just yeah. played it off that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, publicly, at least, uh, you know, let me just at least feel bad for Doris Burke for that because I thought that okay, could happen. All I'm right. Upset feel about bad. Uh, so Doris Burke's went on the podcast today and, and and talked a lot about it and how how she's feeling now and. You know, there's more stories like this every day, unfortunately, because this is where we're going to be, because the COVID-19 is going to continue to get positive diagnosis as we're not past the threshold of its popularity yet, unfortunately. But when I see someone, and it doesn't have to be Doris Burke, but you see stories all over the news where here's so-and-so does an interview or puts up a video on Twitter from their bed. They had a coronavirus diagnosis and they're better now or they don't know what's going to happen. Some Sometimes it's someone like Sean Payton who went on social media and shared his positive diagnosis, uh, or it's Tom Hanks who did the same thing, and Idris Elba. It's it's a weird phenomenon to see that because a part of me feels reassured, and then part of me is also really scared because the part of me that's reassured is like, okay – as bad as coronavirus is, and, and it, look, it's very lethal if you, if, if you wind up getting it and getting it really bad, if your immune system is compromised, but now we're seeing people who are younger that show no previous problems are, are getting it and succumbing to it. But the fact that you see people who have it and they can chronicle their fight with it, look, I wasn't feeling well, I was feeling bad, I was run down, and now I'm doing better, it buoys you because you don't want to feel like, I, you know, if I get this, I'm, I'm going to die. I mean, that's not the case. You're likely not going to die even if you get it so it kind of buoys you that okay you can see all these people chronicling their lives and what's going on and i think that's great but the other part of it is kind of chilling because i see it as uh, these are people in here they're popping up all over the place going yeah i have it and i can talk about it while this is something that could do really bad damage to me you know like usually when when we talk about diseases and things that 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 make their way around, you, you don't hear from people. You know, you don't see them put videos up online about it and look close to normal when they're talking. They just look a little bit sick, a little run down. But that's the other part of it is that, you know, here's people, yeah, this is how I'm feeling. I'm X, I'm Y, I'm Z. And, you know, I got a, had a bad cough than this, but I'm feeling better now. And meanwhile, this could be something that still could go one way or the other. And they're okay enough to go on about it where a day later, they might not be. You know, a day later, they could be better and everything is great, but just... The fact that you can still talk and 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 live every day and, and do your normal things while you have this, that's also pretty chilling. No, and, and that's the, the thing of it, right, is that everybody's responding in a different way and where you're at in terms of symptoms and get, getting a test done, right? We keep seeing more and more companies changing in, in midstream between masks or, or just the new testing sites. I saw the stream of cars uh, from the new one they opened in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium and it was like trying to get out of Dodger Stadium that's how long the line was trying to get in into the facility but at least those are popping up so as more people are able to get tested we get more and more data points on which to to work things out and as we know for for better or for worse and I know people take their shots at celebrities whenever they try to do anything just go back to the Gal Gadot video of last week well-intentioned and everybody all right so what are you doing and immediately wanted to get in their pocketbooks 
as to what they're doing in terms of monetary contributions to anything as opposed to here's something that might just make you smile when you're a little bit scared. And so we have that. Uh, so, But the ability to get on a stream from their couch, from their home gyms, whatever it is, to say, hey, I'm getting better each and every day. My chest is clearing up, whatever the case may be. You know, there's the encouragement of, all right, they rally. And with athletes, you know, like, all right, they're usually in better shape, one would hope. Uh, so in theory, you know, they, they rally perhaps a little bit quicker than average. But either way, it gives a bit of hope and every data point that we can get that shows, all right, here's really where the length is. And we don't get any more mutations of here's other symptoms we haven't heard of before. Because now we just wonder if it's not a second string of something else that's attached to or running concurrently. Uh, that's the the other part. I mean, I know they just they were patrolling the beaches down here jason yeah um, oh just, yeah beaches uh, and know, hiking trails are going to be shut down this weekend but they shut yeah. them down and and you're i'm a little further south here in southern california than jason for those uh nationwide thanks for hanging with us on a friday night uh they're actually patrolling and getting people off anywhere near the beaches and the strands by them if you're on the sidewalk next to the beach it's you're too close because you might go and frolic and go jump in the ocean uh, it's all my and, dad's and, fault and, my dad so, my, well, you know, yeah. it's walt's fault he spent the last couple of days going to the beaches taking pictures of how empty the beaches are and putting them on facebook so it's my dad's fault it's completely my dad's fault for this well and everybody immediately ran back and said okay because the weather cleared up right we had a couple of weeks of rain and then all of a sudden it was good weather and not too warm, not too cold, you know, one of those just right situations. So people are like, all right, we'll get out. The problem is you got three people here, three people here, and it starts to crowd up enough to where you don't have your six feet. And as incidences rise, uh, the government taking more and more action here locally, trying to keep people safe. But we take the information, we take Doris Burke and others, uh, and we try to learn from it and be a little bit better. And if nothing else, you can go binge watch something else. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home in auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest debate we've had on the show tonight that's starting to take off on social media. And I I really, I think I'm going to win it in one fell swoop. It's coming up next. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Today's Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. No sports, no live sports. Hey, Download our latest episode of Special Teams, the podcast where Mike and I take a look back every week at a specific team from a specific year in sports and look back at why that single season, that team became so memorable. This week, we're doing our second week of some of the best Cinderella's in the NCAA tournament of all time, but plenty of other sports on there as well. We have memorable teams from the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, other teams from college hoops. Basically, whatever you root for, there's a podcast there for you and we do a new one every week next week i believe we have a baseball podcast coming out and then uh we got some football to coincide with the nfl draft so we spread things around and keep it going again that is special teams with jason smith and mike Harmon. you can download it on itunes use the iHeartRadio app basically wherever you listen to podcasts go get it it's a lot of fun mike and i get to do this every week and kind of stretch our legs looking back in history we played a little where are they now uh take a look at, at what the year was like in sports at that time so we do some fun stuff well yeah what you and i were doing professionally personally and random anecdotes mixed therein uh as you do the deep dive on these teams there's a lot of stories that make the season come together or fall apart as it were so we have a lot of fun with that and it goes off the rails pretty regularly i think we'll we'll probably have to have a, a side podcast that springs up with some of these other asinine arguments you're trying to encourage on twitter 
Okay, listen, let me tell you this. All right, sure. We got in a conversation last hour on the show. Somehow, because you always want to bring up Batman. I, I say it all the time. You always want to bring up I, Batman. Well, I, then I lure no, you no, into no, my no, trap. No, and I finally had to tell you that Batman is a completely overrated superhero. If you had an NCAA tournament, Batman is a 16 seed. Wow. In fact, he might have to win a play-in game just to get into the tournament. You are, just because he's not a god? Batman versus How about some points for ingenuity, well, no, 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 no. There's, we're not talking about the – we're talking about being powerful. It doesn't matter where your background comes from when you're playing a game. It doesn't matter what kind of background you are in the NCAA tournament. Hey, that's why some from, of the – You hey. are playing. Yeah, right? but some of the, some of those teams get stuck in a 12 or a 13 seed, uh, even though they were better, because you say, oh, they didn't play anybody. No, They're Batman, terrible. Listen, Batman and his superheroes is like we, you're like winning the Sun Belt to get into the tournament. That's Bat- Batman and the and the DC superhero supervillains are the Sun Belt of comic book superheroes. Yeah, but all they did was steal from each other. If you go through the encyclopedias and put them side by side, like, well, we had that guy first. Yeah, well, we had a plastic man of our own. He was an elastic guy. Uh, Wait, wait, is it elastic man or plastic man? I forget which one is which. Ah, they're cousins in different universes. Uh, But look, I've told you that Batman and Hawkeye would be a tough battle. To show you, because look, the lack of respect for Hawkeye is is well known, and well, it should be. He's kind of a glue guy. But you know, Hawkeye's not a he guy. He's a glue guy. He does he's keep a glue things guy. together, even you when know, he went and became Ronin for he a while. Fi- he fills, he, you know, he's a guy that you look at the end of the box where you go, oh, he had three points, but he did have two assists. He had three rebounds. He had a couple of steals. Yeah, okay, he's a glue guy. I mean, Hawkeye's a glue superhero. So I went and I asked Zoe a few minutes ago. I said, Zoe, all right, can you take your, your, your air pads out for a second? Yes, okay. I got a question for you. I said, all right, I have a two-part question. She goes, okay. I said, now, Batman's superpower is that he's really rich and he comes up with a lot of stuff. She's okay. I said, and Hawkeye's superpower is he's really good with a bow and arrow. I said, who wins if they fight? And she goes, well, and she thought about it for like 20 seconds, so I could tell she put a lot of thought in it. Oh, really? Said, a lot of thought yeah. in that one. Well, not, not jaded at all hey, by the fact hey. that you've been binge-watching the, the whole Marvel Universe, but we'll, we'll put that and stipulate that to the side. You tell me an 11-year-old you can get to think about something for more than 20 seconds. <laughs> 20 seconds is about where it goes. Look, when I, co- when I coach soccer and softball, I realize I only have about 20 seconds to get my point across, or you're just going to not, you're going to stop listening to me. Yeah, so but I, that's most I of I the guys say, in our office place. Say. They're far right. beyond 11. Right, but. <laughs> Agreed, except for the people working on the show right now. Hi, guys. They're doing just a bang-up job, making it sound pretty, coast to coast. That was not a U-Tie shirt. How dare you? No, I think that was a U-Tie shirt. I I know, Jason. Yeah, that was Harmon right at you, man. That was something. See, aren't you glad Harmon didn't date your mom and then break up with her like I did? (laughs) I would have been heartbroken. (laughs) I would have been. Would have been tough. Daddy. So, anyway... So I asked Zoe, and she goes, okay, well, she goes, I think Batman would win. And I said, why? She goes, well, Batman's more popular than Hawkeye. I said, okay, but all right, popularity doesn't matter. We're talking about a fight. And she said, no. She said, my second reason, she made a great point. She said, is that Batman's used to fighting by himself, whereas Hawkeye's used to fighting with people who are really way more powerful than he is, and so they help him. But Batman would be better fighting one-on-one. And See, I that's said, a larger societal okay. free rider right. program kind of problem that we have. No, I said, okay. I said, now what about Batman versus Iron Man? Because you talk about two people, their superpowers are, and they were really smart. And she goes, oh, 
Iron Man would destroy Batman. And I said, thank you very much. I, that's, that's the difference. You have Iron Man, a guy who's really smart, versus Batman, a guy who's also really smart, and the one really smart guy, and the playboy who finds time to hook up with women and, 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 and drink and have fun, versus the guy who just broods in his basement, uh, served by a butler all day. And he would wipe up the floor with Batman. I'm telling you, Batman's a 16 seed. Iron Man's like, I'm not saying Iron Man's at the very top. I mean, the fact that he's charismatic and he's a really good actor and he's a way better actor than Bat- than Ben Affleck. You know, I mean that that pumps him up a bit. You could get like an artificially inflated seating for Iron Man. But, you know, Iron Man would still be like a 3 seed, but there's still you got a bunch of people above him, but Iron Man's a 3 and I'm sorry Batman's still like a 16. Wow, that's just wrong. I mean, you you just stipulated all all these things out and you, you were talking about how they're kind of the same. Look, they both uh, are able of producing tremendous weapons and uh, Batman wins and you know why? And I love John Batman wins Favreau. again because I'll give you against Batman. Iron Man. You know why? I, oh, wait, wait, no wait, you're gonna lo- you're gonna no love way. how I come to the conclusion. You ready? Uh, okay. Wait, wait for the wait Go for ahead. the big right. finish. Okay, right. this okay. is like a WWE finishing move on your half-ass argument. <laughs> All right, ready? Here it comes. Pepper Potts is great. Favreau, you as you know, since he was in Rudy and all the way through when he was Pete training for the Octagon on Friends, love everything he does. Fantastic and happy is is wonderful. You got Batman hanging out with the voice of God and Michael Caine, no chance. Mm, I don't think Michael Caine doesn't help him in that. Michael Caine speaks to his nose. He's like, a motivational speaker. He's very specific. But, but hey, you were only supposed to beat up Batman. I mean, I, I, I don't think Michael Caine is going to. I mean, unless he's like it's WWE and he like jumps out and like Mr. Fuji with a cane and he, and, he, and he trips Iron Man as he's running towards him. I mean, then I could see Michael Caine helping him. But one see, on you're, one, you're if it's a fair it fight, had to be right there. I'm t- Really, you went into Michael Caine and the voice of God, and I'm taking it deeper? Well, I was really trying to just go for the win based on our mutual love and respect of Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, guess who's the latest team to say, you know what, we might be trading up for a quarterback. Cleveland! Not... Cleveland. <laughs> Anytime I say guess who, it's always going to be Cleveland. It might be That's one okay. time. Yeah, maybe one time. Maybe one time out of 60 it's going to be That's Cleveland. all I need. But it's not Cleveland this time. Who is it? You'll find out in 90 seconds. But first, special delivery Steve DeSager has what's trending. SD. I would like to hear Michael Caine calling people's Twitter video. Forget the whole Joe Buck thing that's been going on <laughs> the last week plus. That would be quite good. Now you're talking. You know, it's going to be a while before we have pro sports in this country, obviously. But, uh, you know, baseball, who knows? June, July? Question marks on both of those. But we know that uh, it's looking good for Korean baseball to start earlier. You know, South Korea has gotten such great reviews and how they They've attacked from the start this virus and the spread of it in their country. There are this past week intra-squad baseball games going on in the Korean baseball organization as they're preparing for their season live stream of them. In fact, I've seen a picture tonight of one of the games in South Korea batters wearing those masks while at the plate during the inter-squad game. And by the way, foreign ball players getting back into South Korea from overseas are ordered into two-week self-isolation. How about this for Major League Baseball? The first sentence of tonight's AP story, 
if the final pitch of the 2020 baseball season comes closer to Christmas than to Halloween, that's fine with players. You know, last night we talked about the deal addressing salary and service time issues. Owners ratified it today unanimously. It's a 17-page agreement with the union in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, and players are willing to extend the season as long as needed to get as close to a full schedule as possible. As former player Tony Clark, the union head, said, players want to play. That's what we do. So the sides have discussed a regular season extending into October and a baseball postseason in November. Of course, game day co-host Kirk Herbstreet said he'd be shocked if we have football this fall, knowing we might be a year away from a vaccine for coronavirus. He questioned how you can have full stadiums or full locker rooms, for that matter. The Dallas Cowboys signed kicker Greg Zerline, who's now reunited with his special teams coach from the Rams, John Fossil, who just joined the Dallas staff. Defensive tackle Michael Brockers re-signed with the Rams after failing to agree to a deal with Baltimore. Denver is re-signing defensive end Shelby Harris. Detroit signed linebacker Reggie Raglan. He spent the last three seasons with Kansas City. By the way, all Olympic athletes who qualified for this year's postponed games will not have to requalify for next year's event. That's over 6,000 athletes. And we mentioned last hour that Fox TV has announced they will show a Super Bowl every Sunday afternoon for the next month. Starting this Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, FS1 is going to carry classic postseason games every Thursday and Friday night in the month of April. Starting next Thursday, which is April 2nd already, that'll be the famed finish of the Viking Saints playoff game from a couple years back. Every Thursday, Friday night, NFL Classics on FS1 and Super Bowls every Sunday afternoon on Fox TV. Back to you. You know, Booger McFarlane's going to be in for a big surprise when he sees that Saints-Vikings uh, game <laughs> and goes, right. oh, the Vikings win that one. And that's oh, why it's called the Minnesota oh, Miracle, baby. Oh, now I get Oh, boy. Boy, was I wrong on Monday Night Football when I said that went the other way. Well, oh, he boy. can watch, too. <laughs> Stay till the end. <laughs> Thanks so much, Steve. I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, we're live from the Geico Studios, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, and we'll continue to have more on Batman versus Hawkeye slash Iron Man. But Matt Miller of Bleacher Report reported earlier today that many people around the league believe that the team that could be moving up for a quarterback in the NFL draft would be... Oh, I was waiting for Cleveland. The team that might be You already told up, me it's not. I, I told you it's not. But I, I, Spoiler, I know you it's not. You, you can't help yourself. You're thinking, maybe I was really doing a double tease, and I was teasing the story and said it wasn't Cleveland, but it really is Cleveland. I couldn't do it to myself again. No, it's not. That, you know what? Hey, that's smart right there, man. You know, Thanks, you know how Jay. long it took me, Ty Shirt, to realize when I was younger that, boy, this girl really doesn't like me, and this is not one of those, oh, she's playing hard to get, and I should stop embarrassing myself. Sometimes it took me a long time to realize no that. No kidding. You're learning that very early. I, I, I get That's a very big lesson to learn. Thank you, my friend. You got it. Uh, so it's not Cleveland. It is John Gruden Gruden and the Oakland Raiders. Matt Miller reporting. Many insiders around the league believe John Gruden will not be able to help himself with this quarterback class. Now, you would think, in theory, that the Raiders 
would be all set. Well, they have Derek Carr. They brought in Marcus Mariota. Why would they be going after a quarterback? Well, there's two big things that will go into this equation. That's why I give this all kinds of credence. Number one, Gruden can't help himself when it comes to quarterbacks. Sure. He would he would think a perfect quarterback room would be, I have the starter, then I have the capable backup who can start, then I have the third string who is the quarterback of the future that eventually will leapfrog these guys. He would have seven quarterbacks on his roster if he could. He's that much of a... I would, if I could go... If I have this 53-man roster and I could have 15 quarterbacks, I'd put them all on there, get them all reps. I mean, he's insane when it comes to quarterbacks. There's nothing he thinks he can't do. This is why I'm surprised that Derek Carr is still actually the quarterback, but because of... Haven't Gruden's gotten the affinity, right offer for him yet. Yeah, because, because of his affinity for QBs, you know, number one, I can't dismiss that he would go after a guy early, whether it's Justin Herbert, who's a guy that is is gaining on a lot of people's draft boards or something, you know, who, depending on what happens with Tua Tunga Viola, if he, if he falls, if he's not taking it two or three. But the other part of it is, is this is that I'm still not sold that Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback of the Raiders. You know, you, you would need to get into the NFL draft and teams that suddenly are in the market for a quarterback that would say, okay, you know what? Derek Carr is going to be a pretty good fit here. Whether it's Bill Belichick calling up going, all right, we got our quarterback of the future. Uh, we're going to get him in the third round, but hey, uh, why don't we give you this for Derek Carr? And Derek Carr is the guy who's in and being the bridge quarterback with New England. We know he completes a high percentage of passes. He's someone that has had some kind of success. And Derek Carr certainly would be attractive to more than just a couple of teams in the NFL. But I think that's how it could go down during the draft is that, all right, here's where we're at. And such and such a team got their quarterback. They did, And so here's here we'll get our quarterback and then let's turn around and go, all right, who wants Derek Carr? You know, we'll make our move up, whether it's for Justin Herbert, whoever we really want to get. We got them between them and Marcus Mariota. They can battle it out to start, but I'm done with Derek Carr because you know Derek Carr is not Gruden's guy. So then they make that quarterback pick. Then they turn around and go, okay, best offer for Derek Carr here. What do you give me in a draft? And then they have another pick coming up in the third round, fourth round, whatever it winds up being. Let me just go back to his evaluation of Derek Carr because everybody that defended him went to completion percentage and this and that. And like they were inefficient in the red zone. Absolutely awful decision making in a lot of those circumstances from Derek Carr. Uh, and they didn't put points on the board. Right, they their defense did all they could, even with injuries, suspensions, whatever else, to put them in position to win games. They didn't finish drives in the red zone consistently throughout the season. So, yeah, John Gruden's done moving between the twenties. He'd had enough, and he did everything he could to take the back of the shovel to the to that legend of Derek Carr and how effective he was this past year. Completion percentage void of points means absolutely nothing uh, in the National Football League, and it's about time people start recognizing that it's all about scoring points and preventing points yes sounds simple and really doesn't need to be said but i feel like it needs to be said mariota's contract is you've got a good guaranteed base but a lot of incentives to where he can get paid a lot of money which by negotiating that deal and having it done so quickly would lead me to believe uh that there was a lot of talk of all right here's here's things that are going to be achievable uh for you based on the circumstances ahead and Derek Carr I'm sure there's another team that'd be happy to plug him in that has a defense that has a run game and maybe he's not a, a guy that gets moved until we get back into action and you have one of those first injuries in camp and you need that placeholder guy to push you forward uh 
into whatever the next era is while you get ready to draft your heir apparent if things really go awry. Uh, but I, I fully expect, like I said, with the Bears and, and Nick Foles, I think Marcus Mariota is going to be your starter week one. You know, and I can see that. That's another scenario uh, that you brought up, that we actually go to camp and the Raiders have these three quarterbacks, and for whatever reason, one team is not as happy. And look, Derek Carr doesn't have a ton of trade value. Does he have decent trade value? Sure. But it's not like, oh, boy, I'd love to pry Derek Carr loose from the Oakland Raiders. Right. But you get to that point where suddenly here are the teams, and, and we're actually playing football on time, and, and we're into the end of July, and players are showing up, and hey, Mariota grasps the playbook pretty good. So does the young quarterback back they take in the draft and now suddenly Derek Carr is just holding both of them back and so here's a early training camp trade to a team that either doesn't like their quarterback situation or it hasn't panned out the way they wanted to I could see that as part of it too I just think that Derek Carr in the draft when the Raiders are saying give us a fourth or a fifth round pick someone's going to say all right you know what I'll pull the trigger on that now we get a quarterback that we could play and we're feeling pretty good yeah I mean his contract's certainly not immovable Right, it's not like he's got some monster tag out there. Uh, he's he's on the sales rack in terms of where starting quarterback dollars are because he signed that year that contract a couple of years ago. But he, as we know, with John Gruden, they're trying to build a culture, change things up, and they're excising anything that was inefficient. And Derek Carr, for all the completions inefficient so he will be moved at some point sorry i'm sure i got car- I'm blocked by the car family oh Twitter yeah yeah you're saying now. that right there you're blocked by uh, Derek Carr. you're blocked by david Carr. you're blocked by antoine Carr. you're blocked by chuck I mean, Carr. Brandon, they might call uh, brandon Carr and just tell oh him to yeah block me too Anthony Carr has blocked you. Sure. Yeah, Ralph oh. Gar has blocked you. Yeah. Every- oh, come on now. He used to wear those those great collared shirts for the White Sox all those years ago. You know, Twitter. I really miss baseball. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smiths here with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, coming up next, happy Friday. A conversation we got into on the show last night that has absolutely exploded and still is coming out today, and I feel like I'm getting the raw end of the deal on it. Uh-oh. I mean, Mike's got a pretty good end of the deal. I'm getting a raw end on it. We got it coming up next right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. Uh, did you see today where the cast of Contagion reunited for a coronavirus message? It's a good move. See, they got they had uh, it was Kate Winslet and Matt Damon and Lawrence Fishburne, a couple other people, all wanted to put out a message about staying safe during the coronavirus time because everybody is watching Contagion because that kind of loosely resembles the outbreak of the coronavirus, albeit much more for a Hollywood standpoint, where you know Matt Damon is the only one not infected by uh, the Contagion, and we get to see such luminaries as Kate Winslet and Gwyneth Paltrow and everybody else, you know fall victim to it and you know just they felt we need to come out with a message and we're getting the messages from the cast of contagion now see this is this is the opportunity though everybody recognizing the webcam feature and the opportunity to reach out to their fans look all their projects are halted too uh again we're talking about multiples and people want to put zeros up and whatever it's like they're people and they're scared and this is a way to go and get their the message out Right about the serious nature of it, and as we know, people are more likely to listen to athletes and celebrity actors, actresses, musicians than they are politicians or doctors. So why not try to leverage that as best you can? Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci. No, no, no. I want to hear what Evangeline Lilly has to say about no, this. but but beyond him. I mean, <laughs> Fauci's the only guy anybody's listening to right sure. now. Sure, sure. He's, he, he's the doctor version of Morgan Freeman, being the voice of God right now. Hello, I'm Dr. Anthony Fauci. One time during this coronavirus, you're going to see a black rock that has no business being at the end of this wall. <laughs> Under that is the cure. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing about Contagion is that part of it, when it came out, it was celebrated as, hey, watch some of the greatest 
actors and actresses in the world right now watch them fall victim to something and die and you get to see them die which you never really get to see them that happen to them in a movie and I'm going wow that was really weird way I thought it was a weird way to kind of market it back then and it's even much weirder way to to look back at it right now but remember that was the whole thing with contagion oh yeah so and so dies and this person dies and this person dies like oh all right okay it's it's just kind of weird way to sell that movie well hate watching is a very big part of our culture let's not deny that at any point uh right now the the dude with the tigers that's running wild on netflix oh i'm gonna have to watch that it's just yeah that's tomorrow tiger king that that, i might do that after the show i might just decide to crack open a couple of beers and sit and binge watch that and i just uh, i probably just live live talk it out i I watched the preview for it it looked like it was an snl skit like (laughs) oh coming up next on tiger king i'm like this is an snl skit are you kidding me and it's a real show. The whole time you're sitting there going, is 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 that Kate McKinnon? Oh, yeah, exactly, right? Kate McKinnon in a, in a bunch of makeup. But, I mean, the, the, it's well, evidently it. she's going to be in, as I type that, just to make sure uh, it wasn't McKinney. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She is actually going to be in a limited series based on this nonsense. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just looks insane. One guy keeps tigers as a pet. Here's a woman who is trying to fight him for doing that. And it's, I mean, I, I don't get it, but every third person in my timeline is Tiger King. This episode was in insane. I'm like, oh my god. I, I, I might have to bite the bullet and watch Tiger King. No, I think I have to, just to know what it's all about. Because, I mean, yeah. you know me, I like chaos, and people yeah. are going down this rabbit hole. But, you know, the the fedoras that I wear, right, and the ball cap that I have, the unicorn all sparkly and everything, mm-hmm. uh, capitalizing it, uh, that company has re-released an old Tiger one from their series. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> How about that for timing? Hey, by the way, <laughs> we made this Tiger hat. Come buy thousands of them. Oh, hey, so I wanted to bring this up coming off the show last night. Yeah, this was really weird. We got into it in the last hour. It was a lot of fun. A a topic from Alex Tyshirt, who said, have you been doing this thing online where you type in your birth date and whatever the number one song is in the country on the day you turn 12, that's like the song of your life? Okay. I was like, oh, that was was fun last night. And I came out with Private Eyes by Hall & Oates. Which I, I, you know, and I feel like there's so many other great songs that so many people got, and I'm getting private eyes, which is really weird because it's kind of like stalkerish, like I'm, I'm watching you as you do whatever you want to do, and that's not me at all. The kid's a stalker. I mean, I'm not a stalker. I mean, I'm not seeing everybody's every move. I'm not, you know, that's I, I kind of I feel that paints me in a bad a bad light. Well, I mean, we could change it up and be the you are the champion that was in the WWE when you turned 12. Unfortunately for a lot of us, that means it's going to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm a little concerned that this now is like I'm, I'm tagged with this as like the song of my life. That's all right. I got, I got take on me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike, it's swollen take on me. Coming up next, a huge story out of Major League Baseball. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And if you're... Checking social media, wondering why Alex Rodriguez is trending. We'll get to that coming up in a few minutes because I guarantee you won't guess if you don't know. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) There's no way you'll guess. Absolutely none. Uh, But 
We've had a lot of big debates on the show so far. So maybe none as big as how weak of a superhero Batman actually is. But in your unenlightened and pedantic, uh, no, I'm just I'm turning in the super hole. No, I'm the realist saying what other people are afraid to say. Batman is really overrated. Uh, really, you've had 17 people try to play him. Still haven't figured out who the best one is. Can't get to it. Can't do it. That's that's what it is. Well, because they are brilliant at it, and they decide, you know what, I'm done. I want to leave this for somebody else. I can't do this forever. Oh, Clooney was brilliant. I don't want it. Being he Batman. was great. Hey, it's not his fault the script sucked. Val Kilmer was brilliant being Batman? Hey, there are some that are. There are Kilmerites out there that love him. Christian Bale was brilliant being Batman? He, he had the voice. I have to make sure I talk like this so nobody knows that I'm Batman. Because when I talk with my regular voice, people are going to figure it out. Look, it all comes back to Keaton if we're doing the Batmans from the movies. There's no there's no debate that he was the best. Look, Batman gets not overrated because of this, but Batman gets a leg up on the competition because... It was the first of the modern superhero movies. It was, you know, 1989. It spawned sequels into the 90s, and that's when we started seeing more superhero movies that weren't done great, but we started to see them. But Batman, Batman, Batman. Batman. Yeah, but nor, but, but the bottom line, though, Jason, is, I mean, a lot of the superheroes you keep bringing up, they're gods. At least oh, yeah, Batman okay. inspires you to get rich, and then you can play with wonderful toys. Hey, not my fault if you are bequeathed with powers because you wind up going through uh, some kind of light storm and gain powers because No, of it. sure. Not my fault you got bit by a radioactive spider. You turn into a big superhero. It's what turns people into superheroes. That's how it works. You don't just be a superhero by walking down the street and someone come up to you and you a briefcase full of money. Hey, you're a superhero now. Oh, great. Do I get a really swell suit? Awesome. I'm going to put Buddy, it on. that's the spec script I was working on. <laughs> hey, you got the... <laughs> I like the cut of your jib, and you'll fit this suit. Here you go. Come on in. Believe it or not, Mike isn't at home. You know, Uh, they could have had him lift a weight or two for that role. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you are talking about the greatest theme song in television history. Are we going to do that bracket next week? (laughs) No, maybe. That's like like week five or week six. Uh, That's where we're at right there. Uh, But... A big story out of Major League Baseball today. And, and you know, the thing is, it's, it's hard for, to every day to do a storyline of when is sports going to come back. Sure. I, mean, I get that we're still at the end of the second week uh, of we are in self-isolation and uh, where we are in quarantine living um, for the most part. Uh, for most of us, it's maybe like the 10th day of it or the, or the seventh day. I think most kids have been out of school for a couple of weeks now. So I get we're still in the infancy of it, and there's part of us that I, I don't think even wants to comprehend that it's you know March 27th, and we're talking about maybe getting back to normal when we get to the summer. I mean, I, I think people just don't want to have that in their head. They can't comprehend that, but that's really where we're going towards. You listen to the experts, and that's who you should be listening to are the experts, uh, that that's kind of where we're at. So I get that because we're in the infancy of it, we're in the, okay, when is sports coming back? When is sports coming back? And, and so we keep asking that question but i really see what baseball did today and this to me is the blueprint that i see all the other sports going through and how they're going to eventually come back into uh playing this this season 
Baseball and the Players Union agreed on the stipulations for baseball to come back in 2020. And the stipulations are there are no bans on mass gatherings that would limit the ability to play in front of fans. So this means that when we can have mass gatherings again and fans can come to the games, that's when we're going to play. Also, that there's no travel restrictions throughout the United States and Canada, which good luck there because you know that's that's happening now. It's going to happen for a while. And that medical experts determine there's no health risk for players, staff, or fans. This obviously continuing to give the commissioner a wide-ranging latitude of powers, but this was the agreement. No bans on mass gatherings that would limit the ability for fans, no travel restrictions, no health risks for players, staff, or fans. We are pretty far away from that. I mean, I know that that the NBA is floated out there. We could play games not in front of fans and empty arenas and baseball is thrown out. We can play games in empty stadiums. And in theory, I thought that sounded great. But the way this coronavirus has uh, has changed and, and the way we are evolving here in the United States, this tells me we're not going to see sports till you want to forget about beginning of May. This is going to be, you know, June, July in the summer months when we've had time to get through the worst of this pandemic and not only start to come out the other side, but give some time between starting to come out the other side when it's safe to gather again. Because I know that there's going to be a large faction of people who are going to want to say, oh, well, OK, coronavirus deaths are going down. This is the fifth day in a row. We're good now. We're good, so let's go out and do things. And, you know, you're going to see many doctors and, and, and experts say, whoa, 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 we don't want this to bounce back. we got to make sure that we get rid of it. You know, LeBron James kind of sounded the, um, the, the call last night when he did his podcast by saying, uh, Richard Jefferson's podcast by saying, oh, you know, we play for the fans, in front of the fans, it's for the fans, it's about helping, you know, uh, making your fans proud of you at home and wanting to get at the fans on the road by showing them you can win. And this is LeBron's not-so-subtle message of, hey, you know, we'll come back when the fans can come back. And if, if baseball, who plays in open-air stadiums and has least body-to-body contact of any sport, says they're not coming back until there's no bans on mass gatherings, no travel restrictions, and it's safe for players, it's really going to be a while because the main thing players are going to do, Mike, is that they're going to stand up and say, okay, so you want us to come back to play because, look, the owners are all going to want to come back as soon as possible so they can start making money again somehow. And the players are going to go, hang on a second, so it's you think it's safe enough for us to play but it's not safe enough to have fans in the stands so how is it really safe for us when we are banging body to body and exchanging droplets uh, of sweat i don't think that we are actually safe so if we're going to play when we're safe i mean that's going to be even further than we're than we're than we're projecting now. And I know people don't want to hear that, oh, we might not play sports again for a long time or a season could be wiped out. But, I mean, at the very least, I think you have to be ready for the fact that we're talking about maybe June, uh, beginning of July, when we start to come out of this, when everything is safe for people to start gathering again and and players can start playing against each other in close quarters. Well, that's the big thing. We're still at the point where you you mentioned how long – people have been out of school well that depends on what state you're in right when it was adopted california and new york leaders and then bit by bit you're seeing illinois got on board pretty early but some other states are still fighting 
these you know stay in home kind of orders so i mean there there's not really a hundred percent buy-in across the board which means well it probably lingers and i'm not a doctor i'm not going to pretend to play one here i'm listening to the experts and that's the the thing is you got to figure out who the czar is that you're putting i don't know that we want to use the term czar but you know what i mean whoever the the voice is that we're going to say all right you're the guy and, and that's the end of it and on your word on your command between that government officials and you get the okay and so Major League Baseball, you got a, an agreement between the league and the Players Association. When everybody says, hey, the owners are going to want to push it, yeah, they want to make money too, obviously. But so do the players. And for the NBA, we talk about basketball-related income as part of all of these configurations. Well, they all, they all work hand-in-hand, hand, right? It, do, it doesn't work unless they, they come to some sort of agreement. So when they talk out of school and start putting things out, you know, LeBron's going to lead, and we know that, and we had fun with it yesterday with some of that of, yes, I like taking the soul of opponents, Knicks, uh, <laughs> as, as I go down, you know, down the road and, and beating up on the fans and their players. So you appreciate that. But when, when it gets down to it, yeah, it, it's a long ways away. Nobody knows how to predict this. We haven't seen this. I mean, we're, we're just now getting to the point where here in Southern California, they're actually putting up the blocks down by the beach saying, stay off. You will be cited. You will be ticketed. You've got patrolling squad cars and the SUVs of the local police, making sure people are staying away from those areas where people have been congregating and defying the original orders by the government. And that's going to continue across state to state. Florida now just finally starting to push forward after all the spring break nonsense of a week ago. So, I mean, you've got a long gestation period before you're getting to any semblance of normalcy and trying to see if those numbers start to go down. Because even if you try to say it, by these other countries, here's what's happening. Well, you're talking about dense populations, etc. So if you've curbed it, great. Here you're spread out, people traveling, people doing all sorts of other things. It's a lot more unwieldy and harder to get your arms around in terms of containment. Because again, you've got 50 different states with 50 different you know, ruling bodies uh, and, and elected officials that are going to look at this from different components and different political plays uh, along the way. And it's, it's sad that it does get political, but we're, we've got to be realists about this as well. You know, the thing that's going to make, make it come to a head, and, and look, LeBron, anytime he says something, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And, and look, I have no doubt that if baseball has come to this agreement, that this is what basketball and hockey and MLS is going to come to. As sure. Well. We're going to play in front of the fans when it's safe for everybody. And, and this is going to be kind of a boilerplate agreement among all sports, that it's going to be like this. And, and, and this means we stay out longer. They stay out longer. But what's going to be curious is we've already seen a couple of NHL teams come out and say, yeah, we're not going to pay our, our employees right. anymore uh, starting next week. And, and you know, Hurricanes and the Bruins and look, you know, look how unpopular that is. I wonder what's going to happen if it gets to the point when we are, you know, however long we're into this, where NBA teams say, "Hey, you know what? We can't pay anybody," and and that check you normally get, uh, the players, that's going to go down. 
you know, we got to come back to play before you can uh, before you can pay you again. And then things get a little not a little, but they, they would get very acrimonious and combative between the players and the owners who are going to say we want to start playing. And it's going to have to be look if we don't if we don't play in front of fans, we can do it. We've gotten the OK from all these medical professionals. And if we don't do it, then we're not going to have a season because we can't play in front of fans for, say, another three months. And then we just have to cancel the year. So we got to come back now. We think it's safe. We think you should come back, and we don't know that we're going to pay you until you agree to come back. And then things get really tough because then suddenly the players feel like, oh, now we're being made to come back. Is it really safe for us, or is this just them pushing to come back early? I could see that part of it getting pretty ugly at some point when it gets when, when it gets to where the owners are saying, okay, we're really starting to hemorrhage money now, and paying all this money out is really difficult. Because, again, we're still only through the first couple weeks of this. Well, but that's it. They, be, they have to act like any other business, right? And this is where, as a player, you're a partner. You've got to recognize the elephant in the room. And if you're feeling pressure, well, that, that's the way the economy works, unfortunately, in this. It's not that they're going to pressure you into doing something dumb and reckless. I mean, look, the last thing they want is liability. That's why they were the first to say, nope, that's it. And they sent those folks home. And now we've got the Doris Burke you know, diagnosis and all these other things that have fallen out over the last couple of weeks from the NBA. And one after another, all the other leagues followed suit. A lot of it is litigation and liability as we learned more and watched things spread. And so, you know, it's the difficult conversation you have with a lot of businesses that have had to shutter their doors or suspend different parts of their operations is a lot of businesses are leveraged. They're not cash cash flush so they can't take out more lines of credit right now that's not happening so to try to sustain their businesses they've got to make some really hard decisions nobody wants to lay anybody off nobody wants to shutter their doors and the nba doesn't want to do anything reckless and endanger anybody either so it's going to be a difficult decision and and a lot of different difficult conversations to come major league baseball gave you the first step today Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike, it's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day store pickup, you can place your order online, grab what you need today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts, including ones for jobs like replacing your brake pads and rotors or installing new wiper blades. So get in the zone auto zone coming up next we're going to tell you why alex rodriguez is at the top of twitter and unless you know you're not going to believe it that's coming up next this is fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific discover betmgm the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up in 10 minutes, what you think about the big... How overrated is Batman debate we've been having on the show tonight? There's really taken off since the first hour. Batman. I'm okay. I said the name. I expect to get that. Blasphemous. Hate-filled. But maybe you've checked around on Twitter tonight or gotten online and you're wondering, why is Alex Rodriguez trending? Why is A-Rod trending? And unless you've seen it, you're never going to guess. But it's okay because I'm going to tell you right now. A source close to A-Rod told ABC News that President Trump called him because Trump was seeking thoughts from A-Rod about the coronavirus response. Sources say there was no discussion of A-Rod or Jennifer Lopez taking on any official effort, but uh, Trump decided to call A-Rod to get his opinion on how to handle the coronavirus pandemic. Alex Rodriguez is now the hero that we need to help us through this time. Well, he's got that business show, right? Helping he business does. owners get sure. things moving along, right? That's, that's yeah. something that's out there. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a guy that's made a billion dollars. So, I mean, that that's, has some value. Uh, he was able to um, fall in love and ensnare the affections of one Jennifer Lopez. So that works out pretty nicely for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's a man. Well, of, I mean, he's got many skills, not just one set of particular skills. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, is, is Trump, you know, people have now, of course, because there's a tweet for everything. So people have gone through finding all the things that Trump has criticized Alex Rodriguez for before he became yeah, president when A-Rod's just a baseball player and all the stuff going on with, with the performance-enhancing drugs and everything else. And, ah, but you know what? It's okay. You know, this is years later. Everything is fine. But there's a tweet for everything. There generally has been, and that's the frightening level uh, of of this kind of thing when you go back and forth. You don't normally expect it to get so specific, right? There, are, How many tweets has, has he made uh, on his account? I, I'm not sure what the number is, uh, but the fact that they're so specific, right? It's not even a, hey, read into this, and it could be applied to this situation or this guy. Mm-hmm. No, there's generally a very specific pointed tweet towards that individual or that situation. It's yeah. really remarkable. I mean, just it's like think- a bot is running things. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's like your Batman hat showing yeah. up in the right navigation. Right. Hey, by the <laughs> Just think where we are. We started the week by by debating. Wait a minute. Do we have to choose saving the elderly or saving the economy? And on Friday night, we're at Alex Rodriguez is giving his opinion for how to deal with the coronavirus. He's uh, a superhero in his own right. I mean, what? what? <laughs> What's he going to do? Well, you know what? If the coronavirus was a splitter, I would move up in the box and I would want to get it before it could really, you know, do its job breaking. I'd also want to try to foul it off because they're not going to throw me that picture twice in a row. Now, if the coronavirus was a slider, I'd try to move slide a little bit slyly towards box when I knew it was coming. And so I could kind of go with that pitch to the outside, maybe hit it to right field into the power alley because, you know, I had that kind of skill. Is this helping you, sir? I think that's a pretty good start. I mean, there were a lot of things over the course of his career that might be helpful in terms of answering questions. Uh, Alex Rodriguez has done a lot of publicity tours through the years. That Mm -hmm. might be helpful. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's just going back to the TikTok from earlier this week where they did a little dance thing where he started it off and then all the kids danced. And then there was like, surprise, it's Jennifer Lopez at the back end of it. Oh, maybe see, that's like what that it joke. is. That Wait a minute. Funny too. I see. But maybe he wants Lopez to do something that. like that uh, with the White House. It's like I think, where he either leads or he's the end game. I think this could be one of those things where I'm just calling A-Rod to actually at one point get to Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I really want to talk to her. So I'm just going to talk. Yeah, whatever you say, A-Rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, is uh, Jennifer there by any chance? And then you get J-Lo on the phone. And then that's who you really wanted to talk to. I like that. You know, you're also trying to look at someone to do some PSAs. That's not a bad way to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they, but they did say there was nothing about taking on an official role. So it could just be, you know, it could be, hey, are you going to do out of sight too at some point? You know, how about money Oh, that would be good. Too? Bring that you back. Know? That was a is good that, one. Is that going to happen? Because, you know, I actually had that. Yeah, this is how crazy I am. This, I thought this you were going to say you had a spec script for that. No, 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 no. I had a spec script for, <laughs> for money train too. Okay, there's more money, and it's not on a train. It's on a plane. So it's actually money train colon money plane. How about that? Does that work? Uh, is that I actually had this when I was – I could tell this story now because my wife is on the other side of the house, and she's, and she, good, she's good, not listening. Good, good, good. So is that like I – there was a point when I graduated 
college and before I went from college to the job I had at ESPN as a production assistant. There was like a good year and a half there in the middle where I just had like no confidence. No, I was just like, what was I, you know, I, am I ever going to get a job that I really like? Am I, you know, one of those things, because look, your early 20s is a tough age uh, because you're trying to figure out life from, all right, I've been taking care of my whole life and I'm coming off the time of my life in college or wherever you're coming off of. Having and, the time of your life. Yeah, yes. and now you're trying to figure out life and it's like, okay, now you got to get a job and you got to get up every day and you know what? Uh, your parents aren't going to be there to hold your hand anymore through it. So it's a, it's a really tough age. And, I, you know, when I was in college and I got to points where I was just like, you know what? If I liked a girl, I would just I would just go up and talk to her and try to and, and, and see what happened. If it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. But there was a point where there was a couple of girls I remember meeting that I was interested in them. And I, I got to the point where I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know that they're going to like me. I need to go through one of their friends first. And then, you know, like she's going to bring me into the group. And then I'm going to, then she's going to like me. I mean, how, how asinine is that? But there was a couple of girls I thought they went, okay, I'm going to talk to this one girl. And, you know, if she's okay with me, bring them into the group. Then there's the other girl that I like. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I can't, I, I just can't believe I, I would actually think about something like that. But maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe I'm, I'm going to go through because you can't just call and talk to J Lo. You got to, you got to kind of go through. I think A-Rod, if I'm the president of the know? United States, I can call and ask for whoever the hell I want. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you could. Uh, yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's that, the possibility that they yeah. always say no, just like those yeah. girls that you were trying to get with. Yeah, on the college yeah. side of things. I mean, there yeah. is that possibility. Yeah, that was that was. I, I can't believe I did that. that yeah, was, but what was, was your in? Who who was the one? Uh, was it the weak one of the group? No, I mean, you, how did no, you, no, the no, most was, social was, of the group? It was well, the weak one, like the lions. Looking she was, yeah, I mean, she was lagging behind, yeah, and you decided, no, no, no. all right, she's the one. <laughs> no, it was no. Well, well, here's the first. It was it was one of my best friends and I. We meet these two girls out at uh, at a bar one night, and you know we, we had a good time with them. Like, oh yeah, we should. I'll hang out one night and you know give, give us wow, a call. you got invited to one of those parties just right. like no, that. No, 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 it wasn't a party. It was we should all hang out one night. Oh, let's hang out one like 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 we met them at a bar like on a Monday night. Yeah, yeah, like later on this week. Okay, so you know we give us you know we you know she we each we each get in exchange. In, in, uh, phone numbers and all right, great, we'll figure it out. So I tell I tell my friend Steve, I go, all right, well, which one do you like? He's I kind of like, you know, he goes, he goes, oh, I like both of them. I said, well, I kind of like this one. Uh, and let's just say her name was Jeanette. Like would say it was Jeanette and Alice. That's not their real names. It really is their real names. No, it's not their real names. So say I like say I like Jeanette, and I was like, all right, great. And then I said, all right, but if I call Jeanette. Maybe she doesn't like me. Maybe she's going to like Steve. So I don't know. So you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, and this is back when, when uh, beepers were the big thing. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to page Alice, talk to her and set up a time for all of us to go out like later on in the week. And I didn't really like Alice. I mean, she was very nice. I just didn't like her. I liked her friend. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to page her. So I page her. I call her. I talk to her for about 10 minutes. She goes, yeah, yeah. Thursday night sounds really good. I'm like, all right, great. That's cool. And then like, you know, uh, I, she goes, oh, yeah, well, let's just check in, like, on, on Wednesday. I said, okay, cool. She called me on Wednesday. Are we all going out? Yeah, yeah, everything's great. Everything's great. And then we go out on, on Thursday night, and I'm like, now I'm talking to Alice, and Steve's with Jeanette. And that's, like, how it was. And 
I was like, oh, that was just stupid. Why did I do it? And then, like, they left. And, oh, you know, they left yeah. together. And I'm like, it's, and it's me and Alice. And I'm going, oh, this is, oh, this is weird. Okay. And then I'm thinking, why did I do that? Why didn't I just call Jeanette and do that? Because now this is how it would have worked out. And so I was really mad at myself for that. But I, I, just, I just, you know, for that month, year and a half, there, I, the, the kid didn't have his confidence. I was, I'm I was gonna lost a little bit. the obvious question. Yeah. Did you make the best of the situation that you had in front of you? No, no. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. I'll, we'll, all right. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll figure things out, and I'll, 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 I'll call you. Yeah, I'll call you, and then that was kind of it. No, nah, that's too bad. Yeah, well, no, it's not. Look, look, nobody had hurt feelings or expectations, and I mean me for the hurt feelings. And it turned out okay, but it was you didn't just, have to get all like up that in your time, feels. It's like I lost my fastball for about a year. I was like Justin Verlander, like you know, I was dominant, and then suddenly, oh man, what am I going to do? Am I going to reinvent myself? And then, oh, I, I need that trade to the Astros, and now, oh, look how good things are for me. And you know, people started banging the trash can, and I was like, ah, I got the confidence. All I thought the they were doing back. was cheering us. Exactly, I know. Oh, but that's a, I'll tell you what, that year and a half there, that was tough. Uh, making that phone call. Got got a call. If you like somebody, you can call who you like. See, there you go. And now you can Zoom them. How we, yeah, how we got there from the president calling Alex Rodriguez, well, I, it made sense. Well, you said he, he may have needed the intermediary <laughs> of Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. And then we get to a story in the life of one Jason Smith. Yeah. Or President Trump thought A-Rod was really half man, half minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> like the painting up over his fireplace. In was New he York. watching Harry Potter and, and, and thought maybe, maybe that was real? Because <laughs> listen, if you think if you think a guy could survive being made half man, half minotaur, you got to think he can survive coronavirus. And why not to know these things? Because if you if you're bottom half minotaur, top half man, well, uh, I need to talk to you then. I got I got I need to know what you know. Party in the back, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> Twitter it up out of Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up in 90 seconds, we get back into the big debate of the night we're having here on the show. But first, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We've been having a debate on the show tonight. How we got into it in the first hour, I forget, but it's really going crazy, uh, in which we debated the overall power level of Batman. Now, Mike thinks Batman is awesome. I said Batman's a 16 seed and Batman versus Hawkeye would be a pretty even battle. And you know how less than powerful Hawkeye is. So how about we get to uh, what some of you think uh, on our debate about the power of Batman? You okay with that? Oh, fantastic. Let's go. All right, here we go. Uh, Superman is way greater than Batman. Batman is James Bond with a mask. I mean, are you okay with that? Uh, James Bond, is, he needs a lot of support, right? I mean, yeah. Batman's like got very small support staff. Yeah, but like Hawkeye. I mean, the police would, are useless. Yeah, but Hawkeye would, would, would be easily, would destroy Batman in a fight. I mean, Hawkeye would destroy James Bond in a fight. So no. if, Batman's, if Batman's James no, he, Bond, he would, then Hawkeye wins. Well, the, here's the thing, and Jeremy Renner should probably be a little more ticked off about this. He never got any good monologues. He would get like a one-liner. Mm. He would once in a while. He'd get to pout a little bit, but he wouldn't really get to monologue much. Yeah. His big line was, uh, you you walk out of these doors, you're an Avenger. Right? When he said that to Scarlet Witch, and sorry, spoiler. And then she came out, and she started. So Hawkeye did get a couple of lines in there. Anytime you can get a. (laughs) 
into the show. We've really hit top-level entertainment right there. James says, Batman is a billionaire. Checkmate. He is a 14 seed at the lowest. You know what? I'm okay with going up to a 14 seed for Batman. Because, look, 14. like I said, Batman is still like Batman and the supervillains he has in DC, the Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin. It's like the Sunbelt Conference. I mean, oh, really, come on. You're now. getting one team out of there who wins the, wins the postseason tournament, and that's it. You're not getting anybody else. See, I, I'm not as well versed in the comic book world of the Marvel universe. I grew up on the the DC guys. I mean, that's that's just where it was. So I I can't speak to, you know, the Marvel universe that we have as currently constructed. Was it always this level uh, of just? You know, taking from Batman's darkness through the dark night yeah, but, but into the what is, it is now. But I Batman's mean, never had superpowers. It the, the term is superhero. He's just the average hero. So what are he we calling no him? Superpowers. Then? He's just a dude. Just cape dude. He's a jag. He's the <laughs> wow. jag of superheroes. You're making, you're making Batman a jag just because you hate Ben Affleck. Mike Mayock would say he's the jag of superheroes. That's what it would be. Uh, Oceanside Aquarium says, hey. Don't think Batman's all by himself. He had Alfred. That's like MJ having Pippin. So there you go. Don't forget yeah, how much well, he no, I had to rely on an 80-year-old butler. That's right. We brought up uh, Alfred Pennyworth uh, and, and, of course, Lucius Fox, two, two members of the, the Batman team at large. But, you know, in the end, it's the brilliance of Batman and, and working with Lucius Fox that, that gets it done. And someone's got to have that money. Uh, forget about Batman. Is Robin an NIT team? He's the Syracuse of superheroes. <laughs> I think Robin's in like the CBI. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can be Robin in the NIT. Well, are, are we talking Robin as illustrated in the movies and television show or Robin as the leader of the Teen Titans? No, I, I think even if you Teen Titans is leader, fun. Yeah, but you're leading teenagers, though. I mean, you know, the only teenager that's really powerful is, is Spider-Man. Well, I mean, the Cyborg is not that yeah. powerful. Spider-Man, so Cyborg can't even move. He's like, it takes one step, and then it's another step, and then it's another step. And, uh, Cyborg, I mean, Cyborg's no, powerful. Cyborg but- sucked. That felt bad. And that guy's getting recast. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, are they recasting Cyborg? Yeah, really? he's done. They don't have Cyborg, uh, the MMA fighter, taking over as being Cyborg? I mean, no, be I, cool. well, I mean, that would be an interesting move. <laughs> uh, Jason, yes. Carano out of uh, The Mandalorian. <laughs> Batman's a 16 seed. Hawkeye's probably an 8 seed. He is a total mid-major. Now, I think even you're, you're, that's even too high for Hawkeye. That, that's overvalued. I mean, no, no. Hawkeye, Hawkeye, come on. Hawkeye's down with Batman. I mean, really, he has no superpowers either. He's he can shoot a bow and arrow. Batman. He would be in the play-in game against Green Arrow. Because we can only have one person with arrows in the tournament. So so Hawkeye would have to beat Green Arrow. I'm going to give Hawkeye the benefit of the doubt because Hawkeye helped beat Ultron and Endgame. And, you know, I mean, what has Green Arrow done? I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, though, Jason. I think if we go through all of the encyclopedias of these different comic worlds, we could probably have a full bracket of archers. You think we <laughs> In the archer bracket. In the archer bracket. <laughs> uh, William Tell is the one seed. Robin Hood is the two. Well, William Tell showed up in an episode of Batman, the TV <laughs> series. So, oh wait, wait. Let me let me Google real fast. Hang on. Famous, most famous 
archers. Oliver Queen, Arrowette, Robin Hood, Clinton Barton, of course. Uh, we, well, Yondu counts because he's got an arrow. Oh, yeah, Yondu. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Yondu. Who's Fred Bear? He came up in my list of legendary archers. <laughs> Who's Fred Bear? I don't even know who that is. Is no, that a bear or is that is that is that a bear named Fred? You got Birdman. Wow. No, Birdman was not an There was, was archer, someone though. just called Archer. No, 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 not the TV show. No, you actually have to be an archer. Like, you have to actually shoot a bow and arrow. There was a guy named Marksman. Go figure. (laughs) (laughs) Guy named Crossbow. I think there's a guy named Reload, too. The The Gentleman Archer, the Golden Arrow. Someone Twitter. called Heavy Metal. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next, an NFL free agent signing today that went under the radar but could be the difference between this team going 7-9 and nine and 10-6. and six. That's coming up next. Keep it right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And you know what I spent the last few minutes doing, buddy? What's that, buddy? <laughs> Trying to come up with a bracket of archers. <laughs> yeah, see, there it is. <laughs> For the NCAA tournament with our conversation about Hawkeye. I mean, if, you had a, if you had an archer tournament, could you have an entire side of the bracket, 1 through 16, with famous archers? Can't do it. And you can't get to 1 through 16, but I can get to 1 through 8 with a couple of play-in games. I told you, we could get there pretty fast. It's really kind of frightening. How many you got? Uh, right now, I, you know, I'll reveal that coming up in a few minutes, but I, I definitely have some uh, – I got some tough battles, boy. I didn't, I didn't think I'd come up with this many. But I definitely have I, – I have a 1, 8, 4, 5, 3, 6, 2, 7, and play-ins for the 7th and 8th slots. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think that's nicely uh, done. Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of like what I'm doing here. Uh, we'll, we'll have that coming up in a few minutes. <laughs> well, it's um, just like we just heard Purple Rain. I mean, for you, that's a 16 seed <laughs> in a bracket of Prince song. So, you know, there's lots going on, buddy. Purple Rain, Purple Rain. Uh, so there is a big free agent signing today that – kind of went under the radar and that is the cowboys shelling out seven and a half million bucks for kicker greg zerline legatron who has had some kind of career so far wasn't as accurate last year as he had been normally in his career but look greg zerline has been a phenomenal clutch kicker with one of the strongest legs in the league look there's a reason why he's been nicknamed legatron since he came into the league and teams are now starting to learn that you can't skimp on your kicker right the days of it's just a kicker no no these are guys that flip games sometimes at the very end sometimes with a big field goal in the middle of the third quarter but that's what the best kickers do and zerline is someone who in the past couple years has kicked a 57 yard field goal in the nfc championship game to send the Rams to the super bowl who has kicked a 53 yard field goal in the super bowl for the first points of the game for the Rams. this guy has a big leg he's a clutch kicker and the Cowboys this is where you go from because there's two or three games a year where your kicker pushes you over the top on it it's not always a kick at the gun from 47 yards out sometimes it's a 56 yarder in the middle of third quarter that ties a game and gives you momentum sometimes it's something right before the half 
Sometimes it's a game where, hey, we can't get in the end zone, but we're four for four on field goals from 40 yards out because our kicker's having that kind of game where one miss means we would lose. There's two or three games a year where that happens, and that's where if you have the right kicker, your team goes from 7-9 and nine to 10-6, and six, and the Cowboys certainly have that 500-ish type talent that you know you have the right kicker, and that could push you up. I really like this signing for the Cowboys. Talk about close games, the opportunity here to make a difference. We, we watched them last year beat up on a bunch of bums, but in games against better teams, decision-making and process and trusting a kicker, formerly reliable but no longer, with Zerline some struggles this past year. But they used him quite often like Sebastian Janikowski used to be used by the Raiders where it was super toe, the old game we played as kids, right? You had the basketball guy, the baseball guy, and the football guy where you slammed his head down and he tried to kick the plastic ball through the uprights. That was Sebastian Janikowski. How far can I kick it? And then you really <laughs> hurt your hand because you were beating the hell out of the thing uh, uh-huh. the whole time. Uh, that's kind of what Zerline has been to a degree with the Rams. Perhaps you get a little bit less of that here with the Cowboys, but you still have that in your arsenal of a guy that, all right, we only have limited times, timeouts, whatever. We've got a a kicker that we trust, and very few teams have that. How many teams would do anything to have some consistency at that position at this point in time? Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. I really like what I've seen from the Cowboys. I like this signing right here. We spent a lot of time on Dak Prescott, but this is a big one too. Now the Cowboys have the big money to go. Uh, Coming up next, we get back into a big story from the NBA. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Slide Over Baby Hour. Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I've had sex with him like 50, 60 times on camera. As long as you say on camera, it's all good. Daddy. Uh, Before we get to... The big NBA story. I feel like we should come out with this because normally this would be a night where we are breaking down the end of the regionals in the NCAA tournament, right? Here we are, Friday, March 27th. You would have had the four games on Thursday, four games tonight. We'd be looking back at what we just saw over the course of the past few hours, getting ready for the Elite Eight games on Saturday and Sunday. So... With that, I mean, not really in honor of that, but kind of because we were doing it, was we somehow got on this crazy-ass topic tonight of Hawkeye and Batman and how Batman's not really powerful as a superhero. He's not. And then we got into Hawkeye. We had an Archer discussion. Yeah, and I did. said, look, we can only have one Archer in an NCAA tournament-type bracket style. You know, you got to – and maybe it's a play-in game between Hawkeye and Green Arrow. And then Mike Harmon very astutely said, could we have an entire Archer bracket? So I thought about that, and I put a lot of brain power towards this. So here I have our official Archer bracket <laughs> for the NCAA tournament. Now, we don't have enough to get to 16. And to not make it too difficult, I had to make some cuts because not everybody gets in. Uh, I have a 1 through 8 with a play-in game for 8th. Okay? Okay. Sound good? All right, so here we go. Uh, 1 versus 8 would be Yondu and the play-in winner. I mean, because Yondu, I think you can have to agree, is what he could do with that arrow is more powerful than anybody else. I mean, technically, he doesn't use a bow, but he still uses an arrow, so he is an archer. 
How about in the eight seed, we just plant him in because he's part of the larger Batman world, the Archer, as played by Art Carney. Oh, see, I was thinking you were going to say, how about the FX show Archer, who was a super spy? There, there is that, too. Super spy. That absolutely correct. Uh, no, the play-in winner, Yondu, would play against either Daryl Dixon from Walking Dead or Cupid. And oh, Daryl Dixon would have to beat Cupid to win that. Uh, who would you see favored to win that, Harmon? Harmon and Alex, uh, who would you favor, Daryl Dixon from Walking Dead or Cupid? Cupid. Cupid? No question about Cupid it. Cupid doesn't miss. I, I got to think Cupid might win that, too. Oh, there's a lot of missed, uh, missed arrows by Cupid. Yeah. Tyshirt, where are you? Is that, is that Daryl Dixon or Cupid? One more time, Jay. What was that? Daryl Dixon from Walking <laughs> Dead or Cupid? I would definitely go Daryl on that one. You think Daryl? Oh, video dude, there's no question. Down. All right, yeah, put the video. Stop playing Halo and pay attention to the show. It's if you must know, it. I'm trying to make sure the best of is the best ever. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Jeez. All right. This whole show has been positively gold. You're not Why do you think it's Halo? tough to pick Halo. something? I All right, know. I'm just making sure. Okay. No, no, I'm here. Let's keep it going. All right. Uh, the 4 5 matchup Legolas and Robin Hood. Legolas, I know people expect him to be higher. I like his speed and the fact that no matter what kind of battle he is in, he never gets dirty or sweaty. But still, I think there's better people out there. Legolas, Robin Hood, that's the four or five match. Take it out, the elf. Really? You go Robin Hood? Yeah, Robin Hood. I think I'd have to follow and go Robin Hood on this one. Robin Hood on that one? Yeah, man. Okay, boy. This is this is this is like my own sh- this is like my own show with Seth Davis and uh, Joe Lenardi. All right, here we go. Can I be uh, Seth? Th- sure, you can. Yes. Uh, three six. I got Green Arrow against Katniss Everdeen. Who's the six? Six is Katniss. Oh, I mean Green Arrow's oh, kind this of got to be an upset, right? That's here. what I'm smelling. You like the upset for Katniss? Yes. Okay. Smelling right. the upset. Okay. Because right. she's got benefactors that keep oh. dropping stuff from the sky. Oh, that That's is what I'm saying. You got okay. Lenny Kravitz dev- designing some crazy ass dresses and stuff that'll just bedazzle the world, and it's gonna take you off guard. It's like, what's she gonna wear next? I just don't know. How is she gonna show up? <laughs> and then you're you're really you, you can't focus. Okay. All right. That's fine. We got to have an upset, right? Because I don't think we're getting one two seven, which is Hawkeye and Princess Merida. Oof. Oh, Merida. Though. Yeah, but I don't think Princess Merida beats Hawkeye. No, there's no question. Yeah, I think Hawkeye wins that. And I don't uh, know. she won her own choice to be herself, man. And to yeah, tell it's all not those here, guys though. to beat it. Yeah, but you can she win a battle. A bear. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's but Hawkeye. That's, I mean, yeah, but it's, it's dude. Yeah, I mean, Hawkeye beat Ultron, man. Come I would on. Take hey, remind Ultron me, did, um, over the did, bear. Did, did DiCaprio have um, any kind of bow and arrow device in the Revenant? No, no. He, if I think he would have done better if he had a bow he and arrow. He would have done better against, the, against bear. the bear, right? Yeah. yeah, he had nothing. He walked up. Oh man, it's a bear. He went full tauntaun. He had nothing. He had nothing. Uh, so that's our bracket. Yondu against the playing winner, which is Daryl Dixon and Cupid. Uh, four five is Legolas and Robin Hood. Uh, three six Green Arrow, Katniss Everdeen. Two seven Hawkeye and Princess Merida. The snubs, Apollo. Wow. The God and Gina Davis, who nearly made the archery team. It's very ungodly to be snubbed. Ago. Yeah. Well, you know what? Listen, I may only have room for one God. And wow. uh, got to make hard choices hard. along the way. I had way. to pick Cupid. Cupid much more known for the bow and arrow than Apollo. I would have taken Apollo over that, though. Yeah, but is, was Apollo really an archer or was he <sighs> just a God that he also arched? 
You know, you Ooh. need to be you need to be like that's your thing is archery. I think he could create there. fire from his hands and shoot it like arrows. I mean, come on. Yeah, but that's not. But that's more than being an archer, though. I think that's like taking it to another level. Uh, no, we, well, we, we might as stick- well throw Zeus uh, in over the. Oh yeah, come on, I mean, come on, I mean, he's throwing on lightning bolts. Now you're talking crazy. No, no, no. Now they, we we got to have a tournament and we got to have snubs. All right, and that's what it is. Well, I'm All upset. Right. Well, snubs well, let me, are Gina Davis and Apollo. I'm upset. Well, let me sum it up here, though. <laughs> As weak as we may feel Hawkeye is in the larger frame and the larger scope of superheroes, he's all-powerful in a number two seed. Ready to I'd have, I'd have a tough time bracket. not going chalk with Yondu versus Hawkeye for the championship and Yondu winning. I, I would have a really tough time with that. I, I don't know. Katniss could really uh, spring some upsets That's along what I'm the way, thinking. like I said, man. Uh, if you want to say Katniss beats Hawkeye, but Katniss isn't beating Yondu. I mean, yeah, that's, I, she, I don't see anybody beating Yon, Yon, Yondu is the Duke of, of Archers. They're, they're, the, Duke. the Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> I don't see that happening. He is blue. <laughs> I don't, I, Yondu the Duke. I don't see it yeah, happening. Mary Poppins, y'all. Okay. <laughs> is, uh, is, is she cool? The coolest. <laughs> uh, so your thoughts at How About a Fresca, at Mike Harmon on Twitter. I have a lot of people saying, what about Rambo? Yes. Rambo's a snub, but he's also not an archer. He is an all-around oh, come on. soldier. He's not technically, just because he has a bow and arrow doesn't mean that he is 100% an archer. I still think yeah, that qual- qualifies, though, no? No, no. but there's got to be some snubs. Well, There's but you got the brilliance of Rambo is that he puts enough uh, things to detonate that he just has to shoot into a general direction. Yeah, that's true because he has the he's a, he's got the the uh, uh, explosives at the end of his arrows, and if he just lands it near someone, it blows up. Well, that's it. You use enough uh, dynamite. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. Going to wreak havoc. I got to watch that last movie. I heard it was an abomination, which means I'm in. <laughs> then I get from some people on Twitter going, "How about do eight archers and eight swordsmen in one oh, bracket?" Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is the slide over baby hour. How are we defining the, the second level yes. of participation? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Now, you know this is what's going to take off all week in our Archer-only bracket. No, no um, question about it. A story out of the NBA today that uh, was kind of scary in the beginning and, and it's turned out to be okay is that NBA reporter Doris Burke uh, admitted today – on a podcast with Adrian Wojnarowski that she is symptom-free after battling the coronavirus. She said she tested positive or she took the test on March 17th but did not find out until eight days later that she had a positive diagnosis. However, she says she is now symptom-free two weeks after her initial concern for the illness. She did an interview and she said that even though my symptoms didn't seem to line up, I was not feeling good on, on a couple of different levels and I found out I did in fact have exposure to the virus. Now it's great news of course that Doris Burke is is uh, doing well and is as out of the woods on this because look first of all there is not you're not going to find one person in the world to say anything bad about Doris Burke I mean in, in a profession where people love to tell you who sucks and who doesn't this guy sucks and this guy sucks and Harmon you suck and Tyshirt you suck and you know all these kinds of things that people hey, you say, take that back and uh, <laughs> is I'll that, wear it 
there's nobody who has ever said a bad word about Doris Burke, and that's, and that's a credit to herself, her career, and how she carries herself. Uh, I, I even felt bad. I, I was pissed off at Drake when they were supposed to go out on a date, and Doris Burke said, yeah, and I don't think they ever went on a date, and I was pissed off for that. I felt bad for Doris Burke. You know, I was looking forward to a date with Drake. They would talk about the Raptors and how you get that seat so close and actually get to coach the team, and instead I don't think they ever went out on a date, and I got mad at Drake for that. I don't think I'm out of the follow up question to anything having to do with COVID 19. Oh, and Doris, did you ever get that date? Did you ever, get that date? Did you ever go out with, with, with Drake? I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, but when I see stories like this, and this is something that we're, we deal with every day now, we see famous people being diagnosed with coronavirus symptoms. Look, we've seen it in sports. We've seen it for Sean Payton. We've seen it for other players, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. We had two former college basketball stars pass away due to results uh, of, of bad results of coronavirus, tragic results of coronavirus. So it's something that we're seeing on a daily basis now with, oh, here is your latest celebrity person to be diagnosed with coronavirus, where Tom Hanks was first, and it was Idris Elba. And it's both... It's both heartening and it's chilling when I see famous people, whether it's in sports or entertainment, be able to chronicle their battle with coronavirus because it's it's in heart it's it's heartening in that if you get coronavirus, you it's not something that tells you you're going to die. Right, right away. Now, certainly Mm -hmm. the worst cases of it, yes, and it happens if your immune system is compromised or now we're seeing younger people get it and and they are succumbing to it. And that's certainly scary. But chances are, if you get coronavirus, you're not going to you're not going to die from it and, you know, get it taken care of and do and be smart and do the right things. But that's a that's a good thing to see that to see that people are saying, hey, I have it and it's weird and it's scary, but. You know, yeah, I'm okay, and we've seen that by and large uh, from people, and and that's good. But the chilling part of it for me, Mike, is is when I see these people talking about something, they have something that you know the mortality rate when it gets bad is like what ten times what the flu is, and here they are, and they're talking about it, and they're saying, oh yeah, yeah, and I have it, and it, you know they're going about their day as close to normal as they can because the symptoms are like flu-like symptoms. And look, how much of us work when we have the flu? How much of us still try to do things? when we have the flu and it's something that someone has and you realize my god there's something that doesn't have a a vaccine and it's sweeping the world and they have it and who knows what the next day is going to bring and here they are talking about it like yep just doing the best i can one day at a time that's a chilling part of it for me when when i see so it's kind of i feel both ways when i see a celebrity or an athlete entertainer very public figure chronicle their situations with coronavirus yeah, I mean, in in a lot of cases, you know, the the treatment, let, let's call it what it is. There's, there's been a lot of publicity in terms of NBA players getting access to the tests and, and others the same way, right? As we're getting more and more accessibility, we'll figure out the rates and you'll have more data points on which to, to work through in terms of symptoms and how quickly it comes and how much and how quickly it dissipates depending on what you're doing i mean for most of us yes you feel a bit achy and you don't feel like you want to get out of bed right you're not feeling right that's that's called a tuesday for a lot of folks and you get up and you think nothing more of it 
just all right i got to power on the kids got to get to school you got to do this you got to do that and everything uh the show must go on uh and for lack of a better term uh and now as you hear everybody chronicle their tales perhaps you're, you're being a little more in tune with your body hopefully getting a little more rest in all this process and that you can't go do the running around that you might want to do uh, in your normal day-to-day life. So it's an opportunity to pause a little bit, but, you know, take heart in it in that, you know, the, you've got the couple of days and that's the consistent part is a couple of days of being tired, achy, sore, and then maybe the you know sore throat coughs, what have you. And then it, it dissipates. So, you know, trying to find the silver linings in all of this. And, and most folks have met it with pretty good humor when they, they get interviewed uh, and then they talk about whatever nonsense they're going to binge watch next. So it, it's all of that. It's the human experience and everybody wrapping each other up and, you know, collectively trying to go through what is a very unique uh, and strange time. And hopefully we're uh, giving you a couple of laughs along the way. But Doris Burke, the latest uh, of the celebrities uh, and prominent folks in our sports world to give us another data point as to how to deal with this. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Do it right to save 5% every day by shopping at Lowe's. In-store or online, save 5% on eligible purchases just by using your Lowe's Advantage card. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Subject to credit approval, cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusion supply. See store for details. United States only. Um, Let's go to Vegas coming up next. Yeah, buddy. Find out what our resident insider thinks about our archer bracket and all the latest odds when vegas thinks sports like baseball basketball are going to start coming back after the big news with major league baseball today that's coming up next keep it right here jason smith mike Harmon, fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm going to eat that tiny bit of ass up now. We are live from the Geico Studios in our slide over baby hour. And I forget, Mike, you know, we're doing our archer bracket. Uh, in, you know, NCAA tournament archer bracket. And, uh, you know, we have Yondu number one, and we have a couple of snubs. Uh, The snubs are Gina Davis and... Apollo, uh, William Tell also is snubbed in this. Uh, you know, William Tell's famous for one shot, but I do love the overture. Yeah, there's but, a big uh, shot, though. Yeah, but some people on Twitter say, what about Achilles or the guy that shot Achilles in the Achilles? Who was that? And I, I didn't know who that was, but they'd one have to shot. be snubbed as well. That's a good question. I'll have to go research that on the old Google machine. All right, joining us now on the hotline for more on all the latest news. When could sports come back? What is happening in Las Vegas? Joining us now on the Discover Card Hotline, the Discover Card Hotline. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations. They do apply. It is our lead actor of Fox Sports 1's Lock It In and Las Vegas insider Todd Furman. And Todd, I got to tell you, you know, last week we talked about what it was like in, in Vegas with no action there and the casino shut down. And I'll tell you what, seeing the pictures of Vegas on the Internet like I've seen the past few days with nobody out, no, not even like Vegas at 4 o'clock in the morning, it's just eerie and bizarre to see no activity where all you see is activity. 
There's no doubt about it. I think anybody who's grown accustomed to being out here, whether it's for a 24-hour bender or spending a weekend out here ever so often, you look at the way Las Vegas is, desolate and probably the best way to describe the Strip. And I think Erie is probably the right adjective. It's almost like a scene right out of one of those post apocalyptic fiction type movies, sci-fi, where you expect there to be tumbleweeds, you expect all the casinos to be boarded up and decrepit. Uh, that's real life out here, and hopefully things can improve as we, you know, more or less continue to look for light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I see it. It's like that scene in Vanilla Sky where Tom Cruise is running down uh, Times Square and there's nobody there, which is kind of what it's like right now. I mean, that's kind of what I see it. Or like in uh, um, I Am Legend when Will Smith is just kind of tooling around New York City and there's nothing else. But then, oh, here comes a lion out of the, out of the side to fight with another animal. Well, thankfully, Smith, the only lion we've seen is on the side of the MGM Grand. When we start to have wild cats up and down Las Vegas Boulevard, then we'll know it's really time to pull the plug, and I'll be trying to make my sojourn left. All right, hey, well, the big news today in Major League Baseball, while you're still there and, and, and gainfully employed in Las Vegas, is they say uh, after the agreement between the players and MLB that the season will – begin once everybody gets a clean bill of health for there to be public gatherings. They're not going to play in front of no fans. There needs to be no travel ban between the United States and Canada. And there needs to be experts saying that it is completely safe for the players to get back to playing. Now, I see this and and I think, you know, look, obviously we can't do stories every night on when will sports come back, but this is a big story for me because I see this and say NBA is going to say the same thing. NHL is going to say the same thing. So will MLS. And now I'm thinking I'm looking at the beginning of summer maybe late June before we see these sports coming? We start to think about, okay, we get a clean bill of health for sports to come back. Well, I see, I think I've, I've come at it from a different mindset. I look at Major League Baseball, and I really believe this is a short-sighted approach from Rob Manfred and everybody else saying, hey, look, we're not going to go out there and play unless we can have stadiums and have fans allowing them to assemble. Because last I checked, if you flip on a Marlins game or you flip on a Pirates game in the middle of August, there are no fans at those games anyways, and they still go on without a hitch. So I look at baseball, and I think this is an old-school way of thinking about it. You, meanwhile, you listen to guys like Mark Cuban, who have kind of indicated, hey, look, we're going to do everything we can to provide that distraction to get our players back on the court. I think the NBA, the NHL, and maybe some of the other leagues out there would be much more receptive to playing without fans. There's still a ton of TV revenue out there to be taken advantage of. And who's to say that ratings wouldn't fully support them, you know, not having the gate receipts, but still being able to monetize the product more so than just waiting it out because we don't know when public gatherings and or those travel bans will be lifted. Well, one of the things we we also saw in addition to the Major League Baseball announcement today, uh, that the Big Three is teaming up with Endemol, and they do Big Brother and a bunch of other reality shows to do a quarantine reality hoops tournament in May. Uh, so when can we get action down on that? <laughs> We're going to have to wait till the rosters come out, try and make sure there are no unique nuances as far as the rules are concerned. But given what I've seen people bet on over the last week to 10 days, I don't rule anything out. Uh, I've had more texts from my friends about Nicaraguan and Belarusian soccer for clubs that I can't pronounce. And I actually had one buddy that was looking to parlay Madden simulations so he could stream them on Twitch because he was that desperate to try and have a little bit of action. I haven't quite hit rock bottom right now, but I know a lot of degenerate nation. Uh, they're foaming at the mouth trying to figure out where they can put their money to work for. What's the craziest thing you've seen come across your desk or that someone has wanted to see? Hey, can we bet on this? 
I think marble racing has to be right up there, and people <laughs> trying to then justify their actions. Meanwhile, if you told me three months ago that, hey, look, it's the middle of March, it's Thursday evening, and we're going to bet on marbles and not the NCAA tournament, I probably would have had those folks committed. But I guess the <laughs> reality, every 24 hours is essentially a choose-your-own-adventure. You have no idea what the next page is going to hold. And oftentimes it's quite scary as it pertains to sports betting. Todd Furman, our guest, Jason Smith Show with Mike Arman here on Fox Sports Radio. Todd's out in Vegas. See about locking in. Currently uh, waiting for the next round of games uh, to go. I know you've been doing a lot of work uh, at Todd Furman on Twitter, the Bet the Board podcast, uh, in terms of all of these movie brackets uh, and putting odds on what's good, bad, ugly. How do you read public sentiment when going into such an event? I think it's one of those things that Foxbet wanted to try and get out ahead of it and try and provide people at least a distraction for a few minutes. So they've had myself along with my other three talented co-hosts for Lock It In, uh, get involved, uh, all the winnings, fictitious money now that will go towards charity based on what we're able to pick. And I think we're going to be down to the finals. I haven't looked to see how the semifinals have performed. But you're right, Harm. It's more public perception than anything else. And the fact that one of my sports classics and white men can't jump gets snubbed by a technicality against Space Jam. It really left a bad taste in my mouth, but I think we're going to be down to Rocky against Remember the Titans for the ultimate sports movie in the eyes of the folks at Fox Bet. Although I've told them time and time again, this bracket isn't complete. It has to be played under protest because Major League wasn't even included in the field. Well, you know, white men can't jump. It's the anniversary today. See, I mean, those are the kind of things that you have to put out there, and we all know Rosie Perez trying to answer questions on Jeopardy about food to start with the letter Q has to be synonymous with every great sports movie out there. Apparently, though, uh, the general public didn't agree, and they were voting, and sure enough, they uh, decided they would move Space Jam along, and hopefully Space Jam's road to the finals came to an end today in the Final Four. What is a quince? Oh, Billy, you're so stupid, Billy. Uh, so uh, before we get on, move on here, uh, so wait, how many Rocky movies were actually in the bracket? Like, was it one, two, three, and four? Was it well, just see, that's one? Where I, that's where I think it's played under protest again with a technicality. It was just Rocky. So I don't know if that means oh, it's the entire series uh, okay. and that even includes, like, Creed 1 and 2. Can we throw those in there? So this is the ultimate loophole. It's kind of the way that Syracuse basketball has gone about things for years with Coach Beheim there, that no matter what they do during the regular season, they're always going to get into the field of 68 unless they're 17 games under 500. You know, we've been to two Final Fours in the last eight years, you know. Just, just to let you know, I mean, I know, you know, two Final Fours is pretty good. That's because you guys go by the mantra that it's so difficult for teams to prepare to try and break down the 2 3 zone when you only have 36 hours to prepare. Nobody wants to see Syracuse in their half of the bracket. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get to one other fictional bracket with you, uh, one other thing Fox Bet put out today, they put out the odds on the NFL draft, what players were have the, uh, the odds on favor to go first overall, second, third, fourth. And a lot of it is what you kind of expect. But one thing I thought was pretty interesting what, was the odds on favor to land to a tongue of Viola were the Miami Dolphins. And look, the Dolphins don't pick until you get you get the first few picks of the draft gone. Was this Tua falling to the Dolphins, or is this the Dolphins are going to have to make a move up for Tua because, you know, Tua's just going to keep rising as we get closer and closer to the draft? Well, I think that's the big question now. When you're handicapping some of the draft props, you can't look at it like a blank slate and essentially go, oh, we see where teams are slotted 1 through 32. 
that's where they're going to draft. The over-under for Tua, if you want to bet his overall draft position, you have to lay a price that he's going to be drafted one through three. So that tells you if Miami's a favorite and he's going to go one through three, that the Dolphins are going to try and whip up a deal to make sure that they can land the talented signal caller out of Alabama. But there's also growing speculation that Miami may try and put together a package as well to move up to number one and try and make a push for Joe Burrow. I think any time when you look at these NFL drafts, you guys follow this stuff extremely closely. The initial prognostications for quarterbacks, we know there's always going to be a couple that are drafted a lot higher than we anticipated, and there's always going to be a guy that sneaks into the back end of that first round. So the over-under for quarterbacks drafted round one sits at four and a half. We're almost positive that it's going to be Burrow, Tua, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love in some order that way. But I really believe at four and a half that we're going to see Jacob Eason getting into that late first round as a team will try and trade up based on his potential, knowing he's got one of the biggest arms available. All right, last one for you, Todd. We got into bracketology and got to thinking uh, because of a random comment I made about Batman way back at the start of the show. It got us into a Batman versus Hawkeye from the Avengers tip, and then now Jason set up an eight-person bracket amongst archers with Yondu of the Guardians of the Galaxy as the number one seed uh, and some mythical legends uh, mixed therein. Hawkeye with the number two. We got Green Arrow versus Katniss in the 3-6. That's going to be tough, right? We get a little catching fire going in there. Legolas going up against Robin Hood in the 4-5. And Hawkeye and Princess Merida. Yeah, that we went brave. A little deeper dive there uh, as the seven seed. So uh, how, how much run can we get on this if we could get people to bet on it? You know what, guys? You guys always try and catch me with my pants down. You try and throw out a parlay or you figure out, hey, look, we're going to throw a curveball there. This is one where I would be sitting there in a hitter's count and you'd be able to throw three fastballs right down the middle, and I probably would take the bat off my shoulder. I think the only one name that I recognize there is Robin Hood, so by default I'm going to go with name recognition, uh, just like some folks would have been filling out their March Madness brackets That's based true. on school nicknames above oh, overall power profile. Wow, so you don't know any – you don't recognize Yondu? You don't recognize Cupid, you know? Wow, there's a Daryl Dixon. Well, there's a lot of I, names oh, on hold there. On. Okay, I, I know, I know what Cupid is. Uh, that one I do recognize. Okay. Yondu, I have abs- <laughs> Yondu, I have absolutely no clue. And if you guys offered me a hundred thousand dollars in unmarked bills. I'd have to try and see how quickly I could figure out how to spell Yondu and look it up on Google to at least be able to collect my check. You can follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, our man in Vegas, former odds maker at Caesars, star of Fox Sports 1's Locking In. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure, Jen. Stay safe out there. Peace, buddy. Uh, Be good. Coming up in 90 seconds, we're going to get to that crazy-ass Big 3 Big Brother thing. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.